0: high school football is on the air on 1230 khas this is the coaches pregame show brought to you by custom pack at 601 west j street in hastings where you're a neighbor not a number now let's go to the field for tonight's game
1: and hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football tonight on 1230 KHIS. Got the opening round of the Class B State High School football playoffs as Hastings High gets set to take on the McCook Bison for the second time this season. We spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. And coach, uh, you get a rematch from uh, the first game of the season facing uh, McCook. B- I think a much different uh, McCook team here as we see them in, in the postseason.
2: Yeah, I mean, when we look at them on film, I mean, especially offensively, um, you know, we feel like they're. They have really made some strides with what they're doing offensively. I think we'll see a very similar um, McCook defense. Their defense has always been real solid and has has always, always had their identity. Uh, but offensively, they, they've gotten some things figured out and they're playing real well right now.
1: What about facing a team for the second time? It's it's never easy to beat a team uh, twice in one year.
2: It's not, you know. But it's, we were just kind of talking the other day. It uh, that was feels like so long ago when we played them, and I'm sure they they kind of say the same thing. I mean, they're they're totally different. Uh, you know, we kind of settled into what we knew we can do, and um, so I mean, I, I think in football it's a little bit different, um, especially and be a little bit different if it was a real quick turnaround. But I mean, it was eight nine weeks ago, so I mean, I think uh, both teams have had a chance to see what the others have done throughout the year and and, and get them scouted up for a new a new time.
1: First time around, thirty to seven Hastings was able to pick up the the win out there. As you look back, why were we successful the first time around?
2: Well. To start with, our defense was very, very aggressive, uh, downhill, uh, something we've struggled with the last couple of weeks, and we've really kind of concentrated on that this week to, to get back to kind of our roots defensively with what we were doing earlier in the year. Uh, offensively, you know, uh, we didn't do anything special, I would say, but uh, uh, they did get to us with some pressure, so we're going to have to make sure that we take care of that. Uh, we struggled with that last week, uh, but, but a lot of it was we got the ball out to our athletes and, and they made some plays for us.
1: Because of what happened last week with Northwest, uh, we dropped down to a number six seed. And as we kind of look at the the playoffs, we got some uh, real heavy hitters here in the next couple of weeks. If we we're if we're fortunate to move on,
2: yeah, we do. I mean, it, uh, we knew that would happen. Whichever team was the loser on that side or on that game last week was going to get put in a little bit tougher situation. And um, I think just the opening draw is a very tough situation for us. I mean, they, they're they're much improved. They're playing well right now. They've got great confidence after their. Uh, their loss to Scott's bluff last week. But, uh, you know, this is what playoffs is about. I mean, everybody's good that you're playing. I mean, you don't have anybody that you're going to roll over, so we just got to go out and execute our game plan.
1: So, you the uh, state playoffs, I'm sure this is uh, one of the goals when you met clear back in August, wasn't it?
2: Oh, certainly. I mean, uh, that's been our goal from the very beginning was to make sure we get into the playoffs, and we did that. Uh, next goal was to make sure we you know take care of that first round game and then you just kind of see what happens and see if you can uh, put together a good game plan for whoever you play so i mean every game's important it's do or die and and i think our kids are ready for it
1: coach what about last week a uh, loss to northwest at 49 to 13 foe behind early and it really never rebounded in that game
2: yeah it just felt like we never really got our footing at all um you know we just kind of struggled anytime we'd have a good play it would get called back with a penalty and uh, so there were some unfortunate things there. But uh, uh, the most discouraging thing was the pass rush that they put on us, and they, and they really weren't bringing a lot of pressure. They just bringing or three or four guys at the most, uh, and we just didn't handle it very well. And so Jarrett never really got settled in at all. Uh, so, you know, we've tried to fix that and work on that this week, because and, and we're expecting much of the same from McCook.
1: Yeah, they were better offensively up front, uh, offensively and defensively. The uh, game was really won uh, down in the trenches last week. And that's got to be a little bit – of a concern going into the state playoffs because you know the the teams are going to be uh, much better up front
2: well i mean football is not really that hard of a game to figure out um if you're really good up front you're going to be a really good football team and and that's both sides of the ball so uh we've known that's been a little bit of our weakness you know we don't have the size we've got some athletic kids in there but uh, uh that's when it comes down to you know doing your technique doing all the things right you're reading your keys Uh, And just playing as hard as you possibly can and fighting every down. So uh, that was a big focus for us this week is talking about that. Uh, A lot of times when they got pressure, it it just seemed like their guys played a little bit longer than our guys uh, and they were able to make the play.
1: It's funny because uh, the Northwest game was kind of eerie with what we saw with uh, Scott's Bluff, two very similar type of uh, outcomes and two similar type of games.
2: Yeah, it was. You know, I mean, they just kind of got on us early when we played Scott's Bluff way back when and. Uh, just a very similar situation. So I, I, our kids got to understand, um, even if you get down, I mean, you still got to fight through that. So I, I think we're still going through some of the growing pains of that as a program too. Um, and, and at some point, you just got to stand up and you got to start playing well when it comes to that situation. Oh, you
1: no, know, th- those two games, you really haven't been behind uh, a whole lot this year.
2: No, and, and maybe that's part of it. You know, I mean, uh, the Seward game, I thought that was a game where we kind of battled. We got down and. Uh, we scratched and clawed, and, uh, but there, there's a whole different level that you got to reach when you're fighting uh, for the end of the season, like in a playoff game like this, and, and our kids have to make sure we're ready for that.
1: Okay, we'll come back and talk about the Bison as our pregame show continues after this.
3: Where you're a neighbor, not a number,
1: we're Custom Pack. This week a Custom Pack of Hastings, get USDA choice bullness beef rump roast, only three forty eight a pound. A 10-pound bag of fresh chicken hindquarters, only 39 cents a pound. And 14-ounce ring bologna, only $2.97 each. It's all at Custom Pack.
3: At Custom Pack,
1: you're a neighbor, not a number. Back with Hastings High, head coach Charlie Shoemaker. It's Hastings and McCook here tonight. Obviously, you can't go in with the exact same game plan as they had back to the start of the year, and I'm sure Coach Gross and McCook is going to change some things up. It's like a new ball game here tonight.
2: Oh, it is. I mean, it's just uh, you're starting from scratch, really. I mean, everybody's record is zero and zero. Uh, you're all fighting for the same thing here at the end, but. Uh, you know, I think you kind of understand the personnel and maybe the areas you want to. You got to you got to really just go back and kind of re scout them again at the end of the year. Uh, you know, they they've really found their identity offensively and what they like to do. Um, you know, typically you see the very similar things defensively from them all the time, and um, I'm sure they've done the same thing. So it, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Should be a fun night.
1: Talking about uh Maybe the changes they have made offensively, like we said, they're they're scoring a few more points here toward the the last part of the season. What are they doing differently from uh, what you saw at the beginning of the year?
2: Well, you know, beginning of the year, I I think they were trying to figure out. They had a lot of new faces that were starting for them, and trying to figure out what guys can do. Uh, you know, they made a few little switches with some linemen here or there, maybe at a guard or a tackle, and uh, and some running backs and things like that. Trying to find receivers that really meshed well. So. Um, but but in the end, they've kind of gone back to McCook football. They're running their veer, uh, they're running their power game and their play action game, and, and they do it very well. They've really cleaned things up.
1: The, the quarterback that, that makes that work is Cameron Berry. He was a banged up a little bit in the ball game against Scott's Bluff. We anticipate he's going to play in the ball game tonight. He's a good one if he's going to play.
2: Yeah, I mean he's he's one of the best one of the best Class B players. I mean this kid's been doing this for three years, so. Um, we certainly know – we want to know where he's at all the time. Containing him is going to be huge. You know, even if you get everybody in coverage, um, he's somebody that can break open a game by just taking off with his legs. So we got to make sure we contain him and, and get a hat on him at all times. They
1: don't throw the ball a whole lot, but when they do, it seems to be a, a big play.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're very effective with it. And a lot of that's when you run the ball well and, and then you have guys open because the eyes stray into the backfield and all of a sudden you bring a back out of the backfield, a fullback – uh, the Langen kid's a real good fullback for them, and he's doing a nice job of catching the ball out of the backfield. So um, that's what's tough when you get a team that really runs the ball well, and uh, they'll hit you with that play-action stuff.
1: This is a team that's going to want to rush the football all night long. Uh, we know what's coming; it's going to be uh, staying disciplined on defense, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. And 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 the the thing that makes us a little bit nervous is we've struggled with that the last couple of weeks. And so and a lot of it though has been us not really doing our job defensively. So our kids have got to really dial in on that and, and read their keys and do what they're supposed to do, and, and I think we'll be fine.
1: Really the key is probably keeping these guys out of third and short, uh, the third and one, the third and twos. They are very good on third-down conversions, like almost 45% converting on third down. So keeping them out of third and short is probably the key to this ball game tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, typically when you have teams that run the ball well, they like to be on a schedule and make sure they get, you know, two to three yards on first down, three or four on the second down, or vice versa. Uh, that way they leave themselves oh, with a third and three or third and two. Um, and usually they're pretty disciplined with that. So I think getting them behind early on the sticks is going to be important for us. And <clears throat> we just got to make sure that we make plays on third down.
1: First time around, we were able to, to take some shots against their defense. And I assume that's uh, back of the game plan uh, for this time.
2: Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, we want to make sure that we look at the matchups that we're going to get and take our shots with our guys that can get stretched the field. Uh, but I think the quick game is going to be real important for us, and then the ability to run the football is obviously going to be important, and sometimes we struggle with that, um, but hopefully we can get that uh, ironed out this week.
1: When you get to the the playoffs and what happened uh, last week, really got to wash all that stuff aside and maybe get off to a great start tonight, don't we?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's always important, you know, and, and, and it seems to be the, the things that are important are turnovers and, and field position and, and just getting off to a good start so that everybody's ready to go in that game right away.
1: What do you tell your guys? Uh, how do you advance in this thing?
2: You know, we just talked about, we watched uh, our first game last last night with them and just said, listen, I mean, this is the same. These are the same players. Everybody's playing a little bit different at this point, but it's not like you're going against the Green Bay Packers this week compared to week one. So, um, you know, they're all high school kids. We played against them once already, so you kind of know uh, who's out there, and a lot of it in the playoffs comes to who's going to play longer, who's going to play harder, and, and have that mentality that they want to win.
1: Is it easier for you to prepare for this uh, second game? Would you rather have a, a new opponent to prepare for?
2: Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of nice. You know, we've played McCook enough that you kind of know uh, what you need to do defensively. You're going to see a few different things every year. But uh, um, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's nice to play somebody different too. But uh, um, I don't think it's uh, one thing or the other. I mean, we're just ready to go with whoever we got. Okay, good. Thanks. Charlie Shoemaker, head
1: coach for Hastings High. Stick around, Sonic lineups in the play-by-play description. Up next, Hastings and McCook tonight on 1230
4: KHS. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I Make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, psychiatric nurse practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration.
0: High school football is brought to you by the khas sports boosters local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics
1: and hi again everybody welcome to high school football tonight on 12:30 khas we start the postseason it's the class b state high school football playoffs tonight as the hastings high tigers get set to take on the bison of mccook i'm mike will i call the play by play tonight Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. He coming in a record of seven wins and two losses on the season. The Tigers losing their final game of the regular season last week to Northwest by the score of 49-13. They're going to play McCook tonight. The Bison come in with a mark of five wins and four losses on the season. They lost their regular season finale to Scott's Bluff by the score of 21-14. Second meeting in the season between McCook and Hastings High. The Tigers open the season on the road and beat McCook on their home uh, home field by the score of 30 to 7. So the winner will move on into the next round of the Class B state playoffs next Friday night to play either Waverly or Omaha Gross. The loser is finished for the season. Jimmy, as we see McCook for the second time this season, they're going to be a little bit different football team than we saw uh, way back on uh, August the 30th, but McCook is McCook. They've been here 19 years in a row, we added up. They've been in the state playoffs 19 years in a row, won a couple of state championships during that time, runner-up a couple of times uh, during that 19 years, but McCook, uh, no matter who plays for him tonight, they're going to be a tough football team to handle.
5: Well they very are they are very familiar with the state playoffs uh, as you just said they know how to what the uh, the track is to get down to Lincoln. Jeff Gross is a tremendous football coach. He's built a, a dynasty out there in McCook, and uh, each and every year you can bank on the Bison being in the uh, playoffs. But, again, uh, some changes coming in. Uh, you know, as the season uh, unravels and uh, unfolds, injuries take place and thing different things happen without your uh, your squad, and you find out uh, what you've got in there as backups and uh, second- and third-teamers and whatnot, and that's going to be the case with McCook here tonight as their, uh, their dynamic quarterback that we've seen early in the year very first game of the season which the tigers shut down very well was uh, cam barry he was a an outstanding quarterback uh, As you heard charlie say in the pregame show probably one of the best players in class b he will be on the sidelines will not get the nod tonight he was injured in that game last week against scotch but a lot of familiar familiar familiarities boy that was tough to get out with, uh, these two teams, they see a lot of the same opponents, the, uh, wins this year for, uh, for McCook have been York, Beatrice, Alliance, Holdridge, Garing. a lot of the same teams that uh, Hastings has played. Their losses this year have been to the Tigers, first game of the season, Lexington, Scotts Bluff, and Grand Island Northwest. We seen Northwest last week. We know how good they are. But uh, McCook at 5-4, and four, you can never count them out. They're going to be a tough, tough team. Hastings has had a season, uh, a, a very good season under Charlie Shoemaker. They lost to Scotts Bluff early in the year, who is really the uh, cream of the crop in the western bracket. Uh, You look at the loss against Northwest. They are also a very, very good football team. But I feel the Tigers are really, you know, not a lot of injuries. They've had some bumps and some bruises. But Jared Sinek has done such a great job guiding this football team over 2,000 yards of passing this season 25 touchdowns only three interceptions so he has had a, a, a tremendous season that offensive line's done a nice job and he's got a core of receivers that he goes to so look for that case to happen tonight you know McCook's going to make some adjustments from that first game which the Tigers handled them fairly easy out in McCook but uh, you know they will they'll adjust some things and uh, Try to get after these tigers here tonight, but I I look for a, a good game here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field here, first round of the uh, Class B playoffs.
1: Hastings has now won a, a playoff game since 2007. That's when they beat Seward by the score of 35 to seven. Ironically, in the second round, they lost to McCook by the score of 40 to seven. Hastings got to the state playoffs in 2010, lost to Aurora in the opening round. 57-16, got to the playoffs last year in 2018. Guess what? They ran into McCook and lost to the Bison by the score of 35-7. We also played uh, McCook in the 2002 uh, state playoffs and lost to them by the score of 34-7. Hastings was able to, to beat McCook in the state playoffs in 2000, beat him by the score of 7-3. to 3. The Tigers won their second-round game Against Seward, 14-6. And then lost to Scott's Bluff, 7-3. So, Hastings has not won a playoff game since 2007. They're looking to uh, change that here tonight as they take on the uh, 5-4. McCook Cook Bison, Hastings won the toss. They deferred to the second half. And the uh, Tigers uh, will kick off here to begin the football game. This is going to be Breyer Benke getting into the football. He's going to kick it short. It's a return here by uh, the McCook Bison out to the 35-yard line, and that's where McCook is going to start. Jimmy Bunch and uh, Cameron Berry will not play tonight. Their All-State quarterback, he is done and probably done for the season. I was told he's probably done for basketball season, too. Berry was a good one with uh, 566 yards uh, through the air, 385 on the ground. He's going to be replaced by Mark Arp. Arp is 5'11", and a 155-pound junior with a very limited experience in there as Barry has been a three-year starter for the uh, McCook Bison. There's a handoff to Alec Langan. He gets the uh, first call here for McCook. Langan is a a 627-yard rusher for the uh, season for the Bison. So Hastings will have to play well on the uh, defense tonight. Jimmy, this is a, kind of a veer attack, so it's uh, option football tonight.
5: Well, and the one thing they had when they had Cam Berry, they had a good throwing arm and uh, some good receivers. But with Arp in there, it kind of changes things around a little bit. But Hastings played outstanding defense in that first game. They had a good stop there, just a gain of, uh, we'll call it two, second out and eight here from McCook.
1: Arp with a play-action pass. He throws it out here. going to be counted to 45 down the sideline, 50 in the side, Tiger Territory, knocked out a bounce at the 44. Four yard line. They take it to Langan coming out of the backfield. That's his 10th reception of the season. So McCook can probably do some uh, different things with uh, Mark Arpin there. It's a uh, Quarterback instead of uh, Cam Berry. That's time he just tosses the ball out here to Langan. He picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down at the Hastings 44 yard line.
5: Well, and if they watched that game from a week ago with Grand Island Northwest, they found out that uh, the Tiger defense can be thrown on uh, with some uh, swing passes like they did uh, last week. That one there to Langan, that picks up 18 yards. That might have been their biggest play from scrimmage. Back in the first game of the year when the Tigers played them, they are now into uh, Tiger territory.
1: Here's Arp. He's going to carry the ball around the left end. Arp is hit at the line of scrimmage and down he goes. He goes down right at the uh, 44 or 45 yard line. No gain on the play there. The Tigers are out there defensively. Coming up to make the stop for Hastings High on defense was Austin Nauert, the 5 foot 10 inch, 155 pound senior for the Tigers. You're going to have Max Johnson and Lucas Koletic on the off, uh, defensive line. The uh, nickel back will be Zade Widener, the backers' whole team, Marrera, Beard, and also Davis in the defensive backfield, Jones, Cavalage, Nauert, and Hunsley. Second down, 10 yards to go. McCook on the opening possession from the 44-yard line. There's a inside handoff there, and that's going to go nowhere. They got about a yard, if that, as they jam it right up inside for uh, one yard in the play. That was uh, Corbin Jernigan. Corbin Jernigan carrying the ball. He's a five 5'10", 165-pound senior. He's actually their their leading ball carrier, 965 yards on the season. Alec Langen, the other guy back there, 627 yards, so kind of a two-headed monster in the backfield here for McCook. But now they're sitting at third down and nine yards to go. That's the position the Tiger defense wanted to put McCook in here tonight, third and long. Ball is at the 44-yard line of Hastings High. Arp wants to throw. Arp throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete The pass right across the middle. The intended receiver there was Sterling Wright. Wright is just coming back from an injury as well. He's a transfer from uh, Shelton High School. He was out most of the season with an injury. He's back tonight, and they go right to... Right to him there as they target him or right across the middle. It's going to be an incomplete pass.
5: They've Hulte in the uh, left hand, able to get in there and uh, stare down the uh, quarterback R, Try to distract him a little bit. That pass was just a little bit past the outreached arms of his receiver. So McCook will punt the football away. Hastings had a
0: great rush.
1: They didn't get to it. Though. The ball bounces at the 18 across the uh, 10-yard line, down to the 5-yard line, down to the 1-yard line, and it's down there. Tremendous pressure by the Hastingside Tigers. They nearly got to the punter there. And then uh, Dawson-Bretwick gets off a great kick, and they down the football. They're going to put it down at the two-yard line. A hole for the Houston High offense to start their first offensive drive of the night.
5: be back deep there for the Tigers. Probably made a little mistake. You want to try to get your heels on that 10-yard line, try to field the football before it gets deep. And now the Tigers really with their backs against the wall here on their first series.
1: Sinek will uh, take the snap from the end zone. There's a pass to the far side. It's going to be caught, but a short gain just out to the four-yard line. Austin Nauert gets the reception there for Hastings High. Just a, a quick slant there from uh, Austin Nauert for the Tigers as he grabs his 24th pass of the season. Actually, they're going to give him uh, room all the way up to the 9-yard line. A pickup of about 7 yards in the play. Second down and 3 yards to go. Tigers working from our right to our left, south to north. Here in this first quarter of play, inside handoff to uh, uh, Zade Widener. Widener bangs his way across the 10-yard line. Out to the 12 or 13. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So two plays, Jimmy, and a first down for the Tigers. They get a little breathing room away from their goal line here.
5: Yeah, and you look at the uh, the skill guys for Hastings High this season, really well-balanced. Widener with uh, 305 yards leading the way, rushing on 56 totes. We'll give him four there, gets the football up to about the uh, 13-yard line.
1: Shoemaker comes in motion. There's a pass that's going to be caught to 15, breaks away to the 20 to the 21-yard line. That's noward again. Austin Nowert with his second reception of the uh, ball game. Tackle is made in there by Mason Schmoker, the uh, quarterback there for the McCook Bison, the five 5'10", 160-pound junior. Nice gain there, a pickup of eight yards in the play.
5: And now it is another guy that has had a tremendous season, 445 yards coming in. He's already got two catches for 15. Tigers look at a second
1: and three. Here's a setting. His pass is going to be off of the fingertips of Shoemaker. That baby almost intercepted on the deflection Shoemaker on a little slant across the middle. Goes off of his fingertips, but now Hastings High. A, a very manageable situation here. Third down and a couple of yards to go. Tigers with the ball on their own 21-yard line. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side for Hastings High. That's going to be uh, Cavalage. There's a pair of wide receivers to the left. And now a Shoemaker goes in motion to the far side of the field. Sinek wants to air it out. The ball's going to be cut at the 45. 35 down at the 30-yard line, and he is brought down there. Braden Cavillage got behind his defensive back. He hauls the ball in, and he was just tripped up down there. Hastings High is in business down here at the McCook 34-yard line.
5: 53-yard pass and catch, what a great job by Cavillage. Had drew double coverage, and then once the, the ball was thrown by Sinek, He had a little bit of room, and he accelerated about midfield, run right underneath the football, big, big play into Bison territory on the first drive of the night.
1: Actually, to put the ball down here at the 28-yard line, here's a fake now, and Sinek is going to run the ball. Sinek takes the ball down to the 25, so a pickup of three yards in the play for Jared Sinek, so a big strike deliver there to Brayden Cavillage as he hauls in his 19th reception of the season, and the Tigers are in business. Remember, this drive started back here at their own two-yard line. Second down and eight yards to go. He sings with the ball down here at the McCook 26-yard line. Sinek throws the ball again, and it's going to be caught inside the uh, 25-yard line down to about the 22. That's uh, Cavillage again hauling the ball in down there at the 22-yard line. He sings, down, looking at a third-down situation. Third down and about four yards to go. Sinek comes over and checks with Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for Hastings High here on the near sideline. Returns in the huddle. The ball's on the far side hash mark. Hastings High with a pair of wide receivers each way now. Empty backfield for Sinek. Sinek throws the ball. It's going to be behind Shoemaker and Shoemaker is going to be dropped here at the 23-yard uh, line. He came up with the ball, Jimmy, but that was actually thrown behind him. It was a good grab by Shoemaker, but if he would have caught that in stride, he probably would have picked up the first down.
5: Yeah, he would have had a good opportunity too, but he had to kind of adjust his body, kind of reach back for it. As you said, it was thrown behind him, and by that time, McCook defense, you could see three uh, three white jerseys, submarine on top of Carson Shoemaker, bringing him down a couple yard loss, going to bring up a fourth down and five Tigers out in no man's land they'll go here from the 23 yard line
1: yeah they're gonna take it to the 18 for the first down so it's fourth down and five man comes in motion to the near side Senek is going to throw the ball and it's going to be incomplete Senek throws it to the near side here the ball is going to be incomplete not a very good pass through in there uh, Carson Shoemaker was the intended receiver down around a uh, shoe tops there so the Tigers after a nice drive, turned the ball over on downs. 6.07 to play here in the first quarter. No score between the Tigers and the Bison.
5: Well, and Siddick, for the first time, had a little bit of pressure put on him by that front line of uh, McCook, and he threw that one a little bit errantly for Carson Shoemaker. Probably should have been Ka, but still, Mike, you got to get to the sticks. He was not close to uh, getting a first down there, so the Tigers go out on downs. At the 23-yard line.
1: Here's Arp in there now. The uh, pitch back goes to the far side. Running room, 35-40, 45-50 down the sideline, 45, and run out of bounds down here at the Hastings High 42-yard line. Getting outside the numbers and using his speed was Corbin Jernigan. That young man, he's got some speed. Cornson McCook is kind of the, known for their, their tracksters out there, and I'm sure he's a part of that track team as he takes the ball to the Hastings High 40.
5: Yeah, sealed off the defensive end on the right side there for Hastings High, and, uh, boy, got Jernigan out into the open across the numbers and takes it all the way down for a 36-yard gain. Now they've got the football in Tiger territory again at the Tiger 40.
1: Sterling Wright splits out wide to the right side now. Backs are in the eye, and Arp falls down, but he gets the ball. To his uh, tailback, he's going to make something out of nothing there. They lined, it, lined up in the uh, I formation, and Harp comes out from under center and actually was falling down. He got the ball to his uh, tailback there, and he takes the ball down to about the 38-yard line. Give him a pickup of two yards in the play. They avoid disaster right there. Second down and about eight yards to go. McCook with the ball. This is their second possession. This first quarter of play, no score between the Tigers and the Bison here in the Class B State High School football playoffs. Man goes in motion. Our play-action pass drops back to throw. Here comes the pressure. He's in trouble. He's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked back here at the 41-yard line. Boy, look at the black shirts in there. Warren Hastings-I will give the sack to Max Johnson. Johnson, a big 6'4", 285-pound sophomore, That'll be his second sack of the season. That is the ninth sack for the Hastings I Tiger defense.
5: But again, as Arp got back to get his feet set underneath of him, Holting comes from the left side, circles around the right tackle, and uh, Arp seen him come, and he kind of ducked it up the middle. And that's what you want to do when you're coming from an end, try to force him back the middle of the field. That's where the meat of that defense is, and that's the case there. Tigers get a three-yard sack. 4:37 left to go here in the first quarter, no score. Third and ten here for the Bison.
1: Empty backfield, and now I think they took too long. Here comes the uh, the judge, the back judge behind the defense. That's usually a delay of game, and that's going to be the case. A delay of game called there on the uh, McCook defense on center, the McCook offense. So instead of third down and 10, it'll be third down and 15 yards to go down from the Hastings I-45.
5: First penalty of the night for either team as uh, McCook will look at a third down and 15. Again, uh, you see Jeff Gross out there talking to his young quarterback. Again, the uh, the big story of the night is Barry, their All-State quarterback, on the sideline, he's in street clothes, will not see action, sustained a knee injury, and uh, sounds like it's a, kind of a nasty one, may keep him out of the uh, basketball season.
1: All right, wide receivers all over the place on third down and 15. Arp wants to throw. His arm is hit, and Hastings High nearly got the pick there at the 40-yard line. His arm was hit, and Hastings High's Evan Morera nearly came up with the uh, interception for Hastings. Ball falls to the turf here, and it's going to be McCook punting the ball on fourth down and 15.
5: Good penetration by Blake Davis. Got in there and got a hand on the throwing arm of Arp. That ball uh, lifelessly into the air. Fortunately for McCook, it falls incomplete. Another punting situation for McCook at the 404 mark in the first quarter.
1: Dawson, Bradvick, who his last punt, settled down at the two-yard line. That time, Hastings comes up to field uh, the punt. They call for the fair catch, and they'll make it. Now it is back there for the Tigers at about the 13-yard line. So much better. Hastings had uh, possession at the two-yard line the last time they had it. Drove the ball. Into McCook Territory. That's uh, uh McCook territory McCook, we're playing tonight. Yeah, McCook Territory. And uh, had to turn the ball over on downs. And he High I will get the ball back here. First down and 10. They're going to mark it officially at the 14-yard line. Jared Sinek will bring a man in motion. That's going to be Shoemaker. Sinek drops back to throw. He's got time. Moves to his right. Fires the ball downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. The intended receiver there was uh, Nauert. That baby was overthrown by... Jared Sinek, he's thrown 232 times this year. Jimmy completed 136. He's got just three interceptions.
5: Yeah, and one of those interceptions was a game we did here late in the season where it was on a two-point conversion. So uh, uh, Jared Sinek has done a nice job, and right there is the case. Just don't do anything foolish. Throw the football away, gets you a second down of 10.
1: Sinek wants to throw it again. He fires it. That one is going to be delivered high. Austin Noward again was the intended receiver. Back in coverage was uh, Mark Arp for uh, the McCook Bison. So not only is he playing quarterback, he's also the quarterback on the, uh, the defense on that left side. Arp, 5'11", 155-pound junior. He's got 21 tackles on the defensive side of the ball. Third down, 10 yards to go. Hastings high and McCook squaring off here for the second time this season. Hastings beat the Bison to start the year 30-7 to out of McCook. It was a much warmer night, as I can remember, back at the end of August. Here's uh, Sinek. He wants to throw the ball again, being flushed out of the pocket, takes it all the way to the sideline. Senek is going to be hitting down goes at the 10-yard line. That's going to be a sack for the McCook defense. They get their uh, eighth sack of the season. As they come up there, Senek just basically ran out of real estate over there. He was flushed from the pocket, uh, pocket took it all the way to the sideline, and then the uh, the bison were on top of him. A big sack back here at the 11-yard line. It's now fourth down and 13.
5: Good stop for the Bison. Now uh, they're going to get a uh, pretty good field position as uh, the punter, I believe Cavillage, back there standing about three yards deep in his own end zone.
1: Actually, uh, Bo Dreher is going to kick for Cavalooch tonight, and he punts the ball out here to the 45-yard line. Fair catch is going to be called for and made out here. That's where McCook is going to start. Bo Dreher doing the, uh, the punting chores for Hastings. Cavillage yeah, oh, has been the punter all season long but remember Cavillage was kind of shaken up in the ball game uh, last week in the ball game against the Northwest so they're just uh, give him a, a break here from the uh, putting duties he's going to play defense he's going to play offense but Bo Dreer is going to do the uh, putting chores for Hetings I tonight that was a pretty good kick there as he brings it out to the 45 yard line Dreer has been averaging about 30 yards per kick but he's had a chance to do it here during the regular season. But McCook is starting with good field position. First down, 10 yards to go from the Hastings high 45-yard line with 2 minutes and 58 seconds to play here in the first quarter. There's an outside pitch and running the ball out of bounds here at the 34-yard line. Running with the football there for uh, McCook again is going to be Corbin Jernigan. He's made a couple of nice runs there. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he moves the ball to the 34. That's a pickup of 11.
5: Third carry for Joernigan. Jernigan. 36-3 and 12 yards for Jernigan. That one there, he gets loose on the right side, right in front of uh, Shue and the Hastings High staff. 12-yard gain down to the 34-yard line.
1: Yeah, Jernigan, is averaging 6.3 yards per carry this season. Two and a half to play in first quarter. There's an inside handoff there in the Tiger defense right there. A pickup of a couple of yards on the play. That's uh, Jernigan again carrying the ball down to the Tiger 32 We'll give him two yards and a play, second down and, eight. Up second down and eight. Second down, eight yards to go for McCook. Winner plays again next Friday night against either Waverly or Omaha Gross. Those teams are playing tonight in Waverly. Loser will be finished for the season. 19 straight years, the McCook Bison have appeared in the state high school football playoffs. Second down, eight yards to go. Tigers come with a blitz. There's an inside handoff, and they run right into the blitz. As they take the ball down to about the 30-yard line, that's Alec Langen carrying the ball there for McCook. A pickup up of two yards in a play, so they've run two plays, two yards apiece there. Now it's third down at about six yards to go. The ball sitting right at the Hastings High 30-yard line with a buck 30 left here in the first quarter.
5: Langen, the big bruiser in there, uh, over six foot two and over 200 pounds. He's kind of the big guy to hit up the middle. Has got three carries, just seven yards against the meat of this Tiger defense. So now a third down. We'll call it six, the ball at the 30-yard line. No score here in Hastings. 1-15, 1-16 mm-hmm. left in the first quarter, and Jeff Gross it's wants to perfect. talk it over. All
1: right, timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body. 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. 116 to play first quarter. Hastings nothing. but cook nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460 9542. That's 460 9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Adam Central playing tonight in the Class C1 State High School football playoffs The Patriots at halftime, leading Valentine by a score of 29 to nothing. Adam Central 29, Valentine nothing. That game. Is at halftime. We've got the game over on ESPN 1550 KICS tonight. No scoring between Hastings High and McCook. Arp fakes the pitch. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught here at the 25, across the 20, down the sideline, 15 10, and he's run out of bounds. Again, getting the ball out of the backfield, Jimmy, to Alec Langham. He crashes forward, and now Braden Cavillage, the guy we were just talking about that was uh, kind of injured in the play last week against Northwest. Uh, Cavalage is down here on the sidelines of Hastings High, down around the five-yard line. But again, McCook, Jimmy, having some success, throwing the ball to uh, backs coming out of the backfield. That's the second or third time they've had success with Alec Langan.
5: Well, and a great play call there by Jeff Gross at the timeout. Was able to get his uh, young quarterback Just a play fake. Faked the pitch off to the left side, and then just booted it, brought it back to this uh, direction, and uh, Langen, the big uh, running back, was all alone out in the flats. Just hit him on a little short pass. Let him do the rest. He's got two receptions and 41 yards on the night. That one there goes for 23 as they take it inside the 10, down to the 7-yard line. So First and goal with a minute 6 left to go. They get Cavage off the field. We'll watch him, but McCook Knocking on touchdown door here with a no-score game in Hastings.
1: All right, Bo Duran will come in to replace uh, Cavillage on defense. Arpa is under center here with uh, one running back in the backfield. They pitched the ball back here. He's at the five-yard line, and he falls forward to the one. Did he get in? He did not. The pitch play goes to Corbin Jernigan. And he takes it around the left end. He dies for the goal line, but was stopped short, Jimmy. It's now a second down and goal. The ball is sitting just outside the one yard line of Hastings High.
5: Jernigan now one yard shy of 60 yards on the night with five carries. We'll give him six on that carry. But again, they got him out to the left side off the left tackle. And Hastings High's had a tough time bringing him down. He's a speedster, pretty shifty. He gets her down inside the one yard line. Second and goal here bison
1: all right arp is under center here as he looks over the defense he fakes the ball and then takes it around the left end and he sticks it in the end zone for a touchdown nice play there they fake the ball to the running back then the tiger defense all swarmed to his side and arp just uh Pulls it out there and takes it around uh, the left end and gets into the end zone for the score. And the McCook Bison have got the lead over Hastings' High 6 to nothing.
5: You know, and Arpin there looked a little confused going off that left side. Kind of was undecisive, and then he found a little seam. Stuck his head right in there, didn't have far to go, and they get the touchdown. Now we've got penalty flags on the snap. We'll see if Hastings' high was across the line here. Now had a big rush coming off the uh, far side. We'll see.
1: All right, so penalty flags are down. This is the uh, extra point. There's the indication off on Hastings. So now we'll see what Jeff Gross wants to do here. He might have thoughts about going for uh, two points, and I don't see any any movement over there on the far sideline. So let's inch the ball closer to the goal line. We'll have another uh, extra point attempt here. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. The PAT is good. But Cook draws first blood here in the Class B State High School football playoffs. It's the Bison 7, the Tigers nothing. You're listening to High School Football.
3: Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well.
5: We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign.
1: All right, that was a six-play, 45-yard drive there for McCook. They got in from one yard out with a quarterback, Mark Arp. PAT was good. The touchdown drive is brought to you by the folks at Rogers Incorporated of Hastings, where better service built this business 19 seconds to go here in the first quarter seven nothing McCook
5: we go back to that it was all set up on good field position because they were able the McCook defense able to get off the field on a third down play here they were able to sack Sinek and then Hastings was forced to punt about three yards deep in their own end zone Dreyer got it out to about the 45 yard line but again it was a 23 yard pass play to Jernigan the uh, or not Jernigan but uh Langen, the uh, the big running back, took it downfield, got him a first and goal, and a couple plays later, McCook takes it in. Again, McCook, no stranger to the Class B playoffs. They know how this is all done. Re- throw the record out the door, even with a uh, quarterback on the bench. Jeff Gross is uh, going to have things dialed up tonight.
1: Luke Maris will kick off. He will send that ball to the uh, far sideline, and it's going to go out of bounds. So he sings high. will get to a good field position here. High school football playoffs brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation engine headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton, and by Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. First down, 10 yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own 35-yard line. Hand off to Widener. Widener around the left end takes the ball to the 37-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Luke Roberts for the uh, McCook defense. Roberts, uh, the defensive end there for the Bison, comes up with a stop, 6'2", 210-pound senior. That's his 23rd tackle of the 2019 season and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. First quarter in the books from the Osborne Sports Complex the score will cook 7 Hastings high nothing.
6: This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at b and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, That's where we always go. Located in Sutton,
1: twelve thirty KHAS. All right, as we come back, here's a Senek running the ball. Senek moves the ball up to about the thirty-eight yard line, and we're going to start this uh, second quarter with Hastings. Eye looking at a third down in eight situation. The ball is sitting in their own territory back here at the uh, 37 or 38-yard line.
5: Stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. I will get you some numbers right after this play, Jared. Sinek's back from the sidelines talking with head coach Charlie Schumacher. Wide
1: receivers left and right. Sinek wants to throw, backs up. He's under pressure. Sinek is running for his life, and he's going to be sacked back here inside the 30-yard line. Cynic was sacked uh, seven or eight times last week, Jimmy, by Grand Island Northwest. He gets sacked for the first time here, and it happens on third down.
5: Well, the battle's being won at the line of scrimmage by the guys in the white jerseys and black pants. McCook's doing a tremendous job. They are getting after <laughs> Cynic in this football game. For McCook in that first quarter, 103 yards total, 62 on the ground, 41 through the air. The Tigers was six on the ground, 72 through the air, 78 total. I'll get you individual numbers after this punt.
1: All right, Dreher, will get the kick away, a good high kick. He's going to drive McCook back to the 30-yard line. Fair catch is uh, called for back there by Luke Maris, and uh, the Bison will have the ball with a 7 to nothing lead.
5: Three drives for Hastings here tonight. They've resulted in out on downs and two punts for the Bison. Two punts and a six-play, 45-yard touchdown drive in the football game. For uh, McCook in that first quarter, Langen leads the way, uh, receiving 41 yards on a couple receptions. And their uh, other running back in there in uh, Jernigan, he's got uh, – Five carries and 59 yards for the Tigers. Now has got a couple catches for 15. Cavledge has two catches for 59. And Zade Widener leads the way rushing just two carries and six yards.
1: All right, so McCook has got the ball on their own 31-yard line, working right to left, south to north here in this second quarter. Here's Arp. is going to be hit, and He's going to be sacked back here. Arp is going to be wrapped up and thrown down to the turf back here at the 24-yard line, a loss of seven yards on the play. Great job, four and five black shirts get on the top of the uh, junior quarterback from McCook, Mark Arp.
5: Well, and the Tigers got to get some pressure on Arp. He's shown that he can throw the ball accurate, just throwing a a few passes. But again, they've been out of the backfield, just simple plays. Get your backs out into the open space and let them do the work. That one there looking to go a little more downfield to one of these deep receivers. But, again, the Tiger defense gets in there, puts a lot of pressure. and Three, four guys in black jerseys bringing him down again. Seven-yard loss. Going to be second down and long for McCook.
1: There's a uh, direct snap there across the 25 out to about the 30-yard line. So, uh, a direct snap there to
5: uh,
1: a uh, – Tail back in there for McCook. A new man in there. That's a Caden Jernigan. He carries the ball. I think that was a 21 that carried the ball to the uh, 30-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and 11 situation. Third down and 11 for the uh, McCook Bison here in their own territory. They've got a 7-0 lead over Hastings High. Arp is in the backfield now with an empty backfield. Waiting for the snap. He's got it. Low snap. Arp. Sprints out right side, throws the ball to the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete. It was a delivered low. The intended receiver over there was uh, Andrew Peterson. Peterson, a six foot two, on, one hundred and seventy five pound junior. Now we have got a uh, injured player down here for Hastings High down here at the twenty five yard line. But
5: say that it looked like Halting. He bounces right up. Get him off the turf. So uh, that's good to see him under his own power. But again, a lot of pressure coming through the middle from Evan Mararo. We've seen that all year long where he just times the, the snap just perfectly and able to slip through between guard tackle, guard center. And he gets through there, forces the quarterback Arp to the far side of the field. Had to throw it very quickly, throws it down around the shoe tops. So uh, Tigers hold on downs. They'll get the football back.
1: All right, the uh, punter Dawson Bredvik comes back out here for McCook. He'll grab this one inside his own 20-yard line. So playing the old field position game here. Here's the uh, punt. He sings high. will call for the fair catch. They'll make it at the 41-yard line. So the Tigers have really struggled offensively so far against this McCook defense will go to work.
5: Well, the Tigers coming into this game averaging around 138 yards of rushing. It's gone down since uh, midway through the season, Mike. They just have not been able to rush the football a whole lot against any of these defense. But 237 through the air. You look at the numbers in the first quarter, 72 through the air from Sinek and just six on the rushing attack.
1: Hastings will have it on their own 41, McCook is... Guarding the, uh, the line, you know, they're coming with a blitz. The Tigers come with a uh, double reverse across the 45, run out of bounds around the 50-yard line. So they were coming with a lot of pressure. The Tigers, they call a uh, nice play there against the, uh, the pressure. They take it outside and they uh, find some real estate. He's knocked down a bounce up around the fifty yard line. Nice call.
5: Eight gain by uh, eight yard gain by Nowart. They lined him up on the on the near side of the field and then brought him in motion and flipped the ball back to him. But they got all the traffic coming this way and then they turned around and had to chase him to the far side of the field. Actually, a nine yard gain by Nowart. So it brings up second and one here, just at midfield.
1: Senick play action pass throws the ball near his side is going to be over the head of Carson yeah. Shoemaker, yeah. incomplete. Carson Shoemaker. I was just looking back. Hastings high threw for three hundred and twenty-one yards and two touchdowns in the first ball game against McCook back at the end of August, and we rushed it for only 57 yards, so we had a tough time rushing the football even in game one of the season against the Bison out there.
5: Well, and so far, this defense is flat getting after it. Senek had a big night throwing the football, but again, they're able to get in there, and they're putting some pretty good pressure on him. Hastings looks at a third and one on this play.
1: They're going to try to throw for it. The pass is going to be completed. They hang on to it down here at the 46-yard line. Now they're going to call it incomplete. Nate Nordby, here comes the other official, and he's going to confirm it's an incomplete pass. And now the Tigers, at least uh, the hometown fans here, they don't like that call. Nate Nordby looked like he had the first down, looked like he held the ball long enough. There, Jimmy, but now they're going to give him a first down. So they have a meeting in the minds, the three officials get together, and all of a sudden they give him a first down. He said, yeah, I guess he did catch it down here at the 47-yard line. Third
5: first down for the Tigers, first catch for Nordby, and in a lot of traffic. And how do you decide that? You can't go to the replay like uh, college and the uh, NFL on Sundays, but the three officials that uh, made the call get together and they – they rule at completion across midfield first down for the Tigers.
1: Here's a Cent gonna hand the ball away to Sullivan. Sweeps left side forty-five. Sullivan still on his feet to the forty down to the thirty-seven yard line of McCook. That's a Trevor Sullivan, the five foot six, one hundred and sixty pound junior. He's got two hundred and ninety yards rushing for the two thousand nineteen season. He finds some room there as he takes the ball for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down down there at the thirty five yard line.
5: Fourth first down of the night and a twelve yard carry by Sullivan. I was in an establishment on Sunday. And seen Trevor Sullivan, he walked by. He is not very big, but he is tougher In a $2 stake, taking a lot of them handoffs. He'll get another one off the left side.
1: All right, he's going to take the ball down to the 30-yard line where he is going to be spilled down there by the uh, McCook defense. That's uh, Luke Robertson Center the stop for the Bison. That was a pickup there of about uh, four yards, and it's now second down and six yards to go. Ball is down here at the 31, so... The Tigers trying to put a drive together. If you're just joining us, McCook has got the lead here in the Class B state high school football playoffs, seven to nothing. Bison winner plays either Waverly or Omaha Gross next Friday night in the second round of the state playoffs. And at last check, Waverly was leading Gross by the score of 21 to nothing. There's a pass delivered right on the money to a He falls forward across the 25. Down to the 23-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So now the Tigers kind of in rhythm offensively, Jimmy. They got something going. They have moved the ball down here close to the red zone of the Bison.
0: Yep,
5: nothing deep, just short passes, using Sullivan's speed, getting him into a couple of good situations. That's the third catch for now. Now 22 yards. He caught it in traffic, had to go down along the turf, but now it was some good hands, made the reception, Tigers with a first and 10 at the 23-yard line, 643 left to go here till halftime.
1: Empty backfield. Tigers will send five out of the pattern. There's a uh, short pass again. It's going to be incomplete. Shoemaker, the intended receiver, he couldn't hang on to it down here at the 15-yard line. Back in coverage, Mason Smoker.
5: Well, little shoe drew uh, good coverage out there with Smoker. He was right in the hip pocket. Carson with uh, just one catch. That was a uh, kind of a bad pass by Sinek, and it was a, a loss of two yards, complete a pass for a loss earlier in the first quarter, but Shoemaker not able to hang on to it. Clock stops, 637. Tigers with a second and 10 at the 23.
1: Now it goes in motion. They're going to swing the ball out to him, an empty space here at the 25 to the 2015, and he's going to be run out of bounds. Noward went in motion. I don't think anybody with the, the defense went with him, Jimmy. Noward got the ball. He turns around, and nothing but the green territory in front of him. Nobody around for McCook, and Noward is going to have enough for a Kroger Park Pharmacy first down. He's going to be knocked out of bounds down here at the 13-yard line.
5: Four catches now, 33 yards for Noward. He leads all receivers in the football game for the Tigers. There's six first down, and uh, again they've got to be aware. You've got about five guys that uh, got big receiving numbers for the Tigers. And as far as the McCook defense, you've got to know where they all are. They've got tremendous speed. And now it's one of them. He leads the way now. First and uh, ten here from the 13.
1: Seneca's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be a Shoemaker across the ten down to about the seven-yard line. So, little shoe gets the carry there for a uh, Hastings high. A couple of yards right here in the center of the field. That's going to bring up a second down. We'll give him five yards in a play. Second and five from the eight yard line, officially. Jones is going to be your wide receiver to the left. In fact, a pair of wide receivers will go each way now for uh, Jared Sinek. He backs up. Sinek throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete down inside the five yard line. Nauer was the intended receiver, and he let him just a little bit too far there. Nauer couldn't pull it in. Now it's third down and five yards to go from the eight-yard line. The Tigers down by a score of seven to nothing.
5: Obviously, the Tigers really want to get a touchdown here to try to match things up. But uh, that one there again, pressure coming up the middle. Got right in Sinek's face. If he completes that to Nauert, Nauert has his fifth touchdown of the night because he had his defender beat.
1: All right. Here's Seneca. Uh, He's going to hand the ball away to Sullivan, who flips the ball back in reverse at the 10-yard line, five-yard line, and he is run out of bounds down the around way. the uh, two- or three-yard line. So they, they run the reverse again. Sullivan got the initial ball there, and then uh, that's Shoemaker bringing the ball back down the other way to the short side of the field down to the three-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So now the Tigers, they get their first down, Jimmy, and now they got four downs. They're trying to stuff it in the end zone from the two-yard line.
5: Yeah, and that was a good job by Shoemaker. He knew exactly where he needed to go on the far side of the field, opposite of where the chains were, steps out of bounds. Two carries down, 11 yards to Tigers, first and goal at the two.
1: Here's a Seneca quarterback draw, and Senna is going to take the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown, Tigers! So, Jared Sinek takes it in from two yards out, and it's seven to six, Bison.
5: Tigers frustrated with that first quarter performance on the ground. Just six yards, four carries. Second quarter, much better. Eight carries, 30 yards, and a two-yard touchdown run for Jared Sinek. For Sinek, that is his eighth rushing touchdown of the year, and Briar Minke on for the PAT.
1: He is 32 out of 40 on PAT so far this year. Ball is down, the kick is oh, up, no. and that one sails off of the right side. It is no good. So the PAT is no good by uh, Mankie. We've got five minutes and 44 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break now with a score: we'll Cook 7, Hastings I-6.
3: Where our customers send their friends.
1: Twelve thirty, KHAS. All right, that touchdown drive for Hastings: twelve plays, fifty-nine yards. Jared Senny takes it in from two yards out, but the PAT is missed, and the Tigers are trailing in the ball game, seven to six. Here comes the uh, kickoff. It's going to be. Uh, delivered short here to the 25-yard line. I think a fair catch was called for. And the officials blow the whistle. onto where McCook is going to start. The touchdown drive is brought to you by Rogers Incorporated of Hastings, where better service built this business. Here is a uh, football score for you tonight, Jimmy. Six-man action, and it'll probably draw headlines. Uh, Cody Kilgore tonight scored 100 points in six-man football. Cody Kilgore knocked off Sudmer Eddyville, miller tonight by a score of 100 to nothing.
5: Oh, my goodness.
1: 100 to nothing. (laughs) Cody Cody Kilgore beats SEM.
5: I don't know that their basketball team will score 100 in a game.
1: Anyway, that's uh, the six-man ranks. Here's uh, Arp. He wants to throw as he tosses it to the far side. That may have been deflected there at the line of scrimmage. It was delivered low. Incomplete pass, second down of 10. Line of scrimmage is the 25.
5: Tell you so, what, all kinds of action going on over there in your uh, little computer.
1: As we uh, check in on Adams Central, the Patriots have the lead over Valentine now in the fourth quarter. Adams Central, 43. Valentine, nothing. Aurora's got the lead over Ogallala in the second quarter, 12 to nothing. If AC and Aurora both win, that's going to be your, your second-round matchup there Ooh. in the Class C-1. Be a goody. Here's... Uh, a direct snap again, getting outside the 25 down the sideline, 30 to the 32-yard line, carrying the football There's going to be uh, Luke Maris, I think. Luke Maris carrying the ball, five foot ten, 165-pound junior. He takes the ball in a direct snap up here to the 32-yard line, give him seven yards, third down and three. So
5: when I say to you, Adam Central McC. Adam Central Aurora playoff game. What's
1: the first thing that comes to your mind? Hey, I know it was come to my <laughs> mind when, when we stood up on top of the, oh. the press box and almost froze. Goodness! Here's a uh, arm quick pitch again out to the wide side of the field. 30-35. Look out, forty out to the uh, forty-five yard line. Jernigan, Jernigan, on the carry, the Jernigan carrying the ball there. Jernigan carrying the ball. He, he picks up the Cruiser Park Pharmacy first down. Corbin Jernigan carrying the ball there for uh, the McCook Bison. And Jernigan with 965 yards rushing coming into the football game here tonight.
5: 87 yards now on eight carries from Jerrigan. And uh, whether well, the Tigers need to keep him hemmed in, you can see he's got a burst of speed once he gets past the first level.
1: High formation here, man comes in motion. ARPA's under center. He's going to hand the ball to the big fullback across the 50 inside Tiger territory down to the 45 yard line. Alec Landon carrying the ball there. And it's run with the traditional I formation. They hand the ball away to the fullback. And he takes the ball into uh, Tiger territory. Like a big up of nine yards in the play. Second down and a yard. The ball sitting between the 45 and the 46 as we near four minutes to play in the second quarter, 7-6 to six to the score. The Bison have a one-point lead.
5: Four carries, 16 yards for Langan as he gets loose right up the middle, just a quick hitter right off right guard, got into the Tiger secondary, nine-yard gain, second one, ball at the 46-yard line.
1: Johnny again, again going to get a, a direct snap as he tries to get outside the uh, numbers. He takes it to the sidelines, going to be brought down. At the 45-yard line, Zade Widener over there for Hastings uh, high defense to bring him down. Johnny getting needed to take the ball to the 45, and that's just about where they're going to take it. Now we're going to have the chain gang come in from the uh, far side. The chain gang is brought to you by Pat's Auto Repair and Towing of Hastings. If you need a tow, call Pat's Auto Repair and Towing any day or night, 402 463 96 Zero seven. They don't have to bring in the chains very far, Jimmy, because the ball is clear on the, the far uh, sideline over there, and that's where the chains are located, and they bring them out here well, a couple of yards, and they're going to be uh, just uh, shy of the first down stakes. So it's going to bring up a Third down and one situation. The ball resting between the 45 and 46.
5: Just kind of checking out scores. It gets to be playoff football time. It gets uh, gets uh, very interesting and pretty exciting. One of the Class B scores I see over there is uh, number 15 seed Blair leading Omaha Scut in the second quarter, three to nothing. Scut, the uh, powerhouse led by uh, former Husker Matt Terman. They say they may be the team to beat in Class B. We'll see. They're getting beat right now.
1: All right, so third down and less than a yard to go. The ball sitting here at the Hastings High 46-yard line. Arp is under center. Arp looking over the defense, nearly fumbles the ball away. He comes out from uh, under center. He hands the ball away. That's going to be a first down. Alec Langdon Langdon carrying the ball all the way down to the 41-yard line. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So now the Bison thinking points here. three seventeen to play second quarter. 7-6 to McCook.
5: You would hope that that point after doesn't come back to haunt the uh, Tigers but whenever you get playoff football anything can happen. Uh, all you need is just one more point than the opponent, and that's what uh, McCook has right now. But McCook on the ground again, putting together another good drive as I got a first to 10 down at the 41-yard line.
1: Unbalanced line with a power set off to the left side. The pitch is going to come this way, and it's going to be chopped down. Corbin Jornigan is uh, carrying the ball there, but he was uh, chopped down by the, the Tiger defense as Bo Dreher coming in to uh, make this stop for the uh, Tigers. He's playing in replace of uh, – Braden Cavlage, who went out earlier with a, an injury. That's a free safety. So a loss of a couple of yards in a play. Second down and 12. Big play there by Dreher. Two and a half minutes still play here in the second quarter. But Cook has got the ball at the Hastings High 43-yard line. Heading to our end zone to our left here tonight. Wide receivers go left and right. Jernigan now goes in motion off to the right side. Arp calling the signals. Play action pass. Drops back to throw. He throws it. The ball is going to be caught down here at the Hastings High 33-yard line. And making the reception was uh, the man who was going in motion, Corbin Jernigan. He comes out of the backfield and grabs the ball as he hauls it in right in front of the defensive back down there at the 33-yard line. And now McCook is looking at third down and two.
5: Well, give Arp a lot of credit. He had two Tigers coming in on him pretty fast. They were right into his face. Kind of threw a high lofted ball, but was able to get it to delivered on the money. Took a shot, but they pick up ten. Third and manageable, third and two here. For McCook at the 33 at Hastings.
1: Again, an unbalanced line with a power set off of the uh, left side. Arp, inside handoff. That big fullback busting through there again across the 30 to the 25 down to the 23-yard line. Alec Langan carrying the ball again. That's his second or third time. He's come up with a big third down carry for a first down. And now McCook thinking points here with a minute and 25 seconds to play. In the second quarter, they moved the ball down here to the Tiger 23.
5: Just another quick hitter right up the middle with that big fullback. He is a load to bring down, picks up nearly 10. They've got another first and 10 at the 23 of Hastings.
1: Arp again has got the ball. He drops back to throw. He's got time. He throws it. It's going to be caught. Nice catch made down around the 12-yard line. The reception there is uh, Luke Maris. Maris, the wide receiver, that's his eighth reception of the year. He comes up with a big catch, and now they're in the Tiger red zone down here at about the uh, 12-yard line. That was
5: a great pass. Again, pressure coming up the middle from Hastings again, but uh, Arp stands in there, throws a beautiful pass just past the defender and another uh, big gain 12-yarder by McCook.
1: They're going to put the ball down right at the 10, so this is first down and goal. From the uh, tiger ten yard line, inside handoff again, plowing toward the goal line, oh, down right inside down to five, down to the three. That's Alec Langen. they just lined up ball ball in ball the, ball the, ball the the I formation, what Nebraska used to do back in the nineties, uh, Jim. They use that Ten-yard big ball offensive ball line. Ball ball, line ball, they line up in the three. the I formation and it's hand the ball away to the fullback and Langan, is uh, having a field day in there.
5: Yep, the offensive line's doing a great job. Again, he's a big body to bring down. He's picking up 10, 9, and 8 the last three carries.
1: I-formation again. The ball down here at the three-yard line of Hastings High. Langen is going to get the call again. And this time, Langen is going to be hitting down he goes. Getting to him that time was Lucas Koletik for Hastings High. The big six foot six, two hundred eighty-five pound junior brings him down. That was a loss of a couple of yards on the play. Back to the five yard line, and now we got a timeout from McCook. The timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body at two oh eight West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. Twenty-one seconds to play, second quarter. McCook seven, Hastings six. Twelve thirty, KHAS. Other Class B games going on tonight. Waverly leading Omaha, gross twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter. Bennington leading Seward, fourteen to seven in the first quarter. Blair with a lead of Omaha, Scott three to nothing in the second. Omaha Ron Colley leading Plattsmouth by a score of twenty to nothing. No score between Northwest and Lexington. Third down here for McCook. They've got the ball at the Hastings High 6-yard line. Arp wants to throw. Arp is in trouble. Arp trying to get away. Penalty flag goes down. Now Arp fumbles the football down here inside the 10-yard line. And the Tigers say they have the ball, but we'll check out the penalty flag.
5: This is going to be big. This is in the area of a hold. A third down call. Nobody opened downfield for Arp to go to. They have not ruled which direction the football will go, but if the Tigers get it, This may go against McCook, and they may uh, be able to keep it. Now they're they're continuing to confer. Here comes the call.
1: It's going to be a holding call call against McCook. (laughs) Who's got the ball? The official still has not ruled one way or the other, and Charlie's saying, who's got the ball here? It's a holding call against uh, McCook, and I think the bison came back up with it because he came over to, to Charlie and wanted to know What he wanted to do with the the penalty here, so it was a third down at the six yard line, and now uh, coaching staff for Hastings High again is going to question whether or not the, the Tigers came up with that loose ball. Arp was scrambling to the far side, looked like he dropped the ball. The Tigers. We're uh, celebrating out there. they thought they had the football, but I don't think the officials are going to agree, Jimmy
5: No, the uh, meeting is over with the uh, white cap. there's the holding. indication against the holding penalty declined penalty. fourth, fourth down. down fourth down Charlie seemed okay with the explanation. the white cap come over and talked to him for just a bit, nodded his head and said, uh, let's keep going here." so fourth down we'll see what Jeff Gross elects to do here and I think he's going to call a timeout and talk this over.
1: They've got a uh, field goal kicker, Maris. Luke Maris is their field goal kicker. He is two out of six on field goals. The ball is sitting on the far side hash mark at the six. So this would be a 23-yard field goal if they elect to go for the field goal try here with 11 seconds to play in the second quarter. Seven to six is the score. Each team has scored a touchdown so far. And uh, the difference is a missed extra point by Hastings following their uh, touchdown with a 544 to play in the second period. So it's 7-6, to six, Bison have the lead.
5: Well, we look at uh, you know the numbers as we get closer to halftime here. McCook has really dominated this football game, Mike, on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. They've been able to put pressure on Cynic, And I know Jeff Gross, after watching that first game, I know they watched it on film again and tried to figure out a way they could put pressure. They have been stunning guys around the end getting pressure on Sinek. But that's uh, we'll worry about that after this. They will line up here. Jeff Gross is going to send in the field goal unit with 11 seconds left to go till
0: half.
1: All right, so this uh, field goal, Jacob Wilson is a guy who's going to try the... Field goal, and it hits the upright on the right side of the goal post and bounces off.
5: Unbelievable. That was kind of a high snap. The uh, holder had to come out of his uh, kneeling position to get the football and then get it back down there, and that throws the timing off with the kicker when he needs to go and get into the pig, and that one there, it was sailing off right. You can see the flags kind of drifting off from the northwest to the southeast. Might have played a little factor into that, but again, as it's coming down, it hits the pipe on the right side so McCook after a nice long drive take a lot of time off the clock the Tigers will come out just take a knee here and they will go into the halftime trailing McCook by one point seven to six here and there's the knee by Seneca.
1: All so Jacob Gomez Wilson misses on a uh, 23-yard field goal with 11 seconds to play here in the second quarter. And again, we'll have a uh, 7-6 score at halftime with the McCook Bison down on top of the Hastings High Tigers here in the Class B State High School football playoffs. So a real slobber knocker here in the uh, first half of play, just as we expected with uh, the Bison out on top of Hastings High by a point by the score of 7-6. to We'll come back and... Recap the first half for you. Got the halftime stats and a whole lot more. Stay with us. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS.
8: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes.
1: Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct.
0: When you hear the name Furniture Direct, low prices is about what you'd expect. But at Furniture Direct, you get more than
6: you expect. Like coil spring seating in our catnapper recliners and motion furniture, so they keep sitting great for years to come. Plus, express delivery so you can enjoy your furniture right away. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Behind Sonic on South Burlington
0: and Hastings, FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington and Hastings. Russ's Market is your one-stop shop. From a bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, remember Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters.
1: I'm back here. Back here at halftime, Hastings and uh, McCook in the Class B State High School football playoff. 7-6 to six is our score here at the break with McCook out on top. The Bison, they scored first. Six-play, forty-five-yard drive. They got in on a one-yard run by Mark Arp. They hit the point after touchdown. Seven to nothing was the score. Cook had to lead with nineteen seconds to play in the first quarter. Hastings then put together a twelve-play, fifty-nine-yard drive in the second quarter. Jared Sinek taking in from two yards out. The point after touchdown was no good. Bison maintained the lead 7-6 over Hastings High. But Cook drove the ball deep into Hastings High territory late in the second quarter. Jacob Gomez-Wilson misses on a 23-yard field goal as it doinks off of the right upright with uh, just seconds remaining in the second quarter, so the score remains 7-6. to McCook has got the lead, and... Uh, <laughs> it's it's been a tough uh, football game both defenses are uh, playing pretty well here in this one but cook has made a couple of plays downfield and the bison have got the one point lead here seven to six
5: well and i know it's an old adage, but it's harder to beat a team the second time around and uh when you've got a chance to adjust and watch some game film throughout the season jeff gross again he's uh just a, a doctor when it comes to uh, setting up offenses and game plans. He has done it uh, continuously, year in and year out, what'd you say, 19 consecutive years in the Class B playoffs. It's a pretty good run. A couple of state titles in there, and I think three runner-up titles. So we'll see what happens, but a tight, tight game much different than the first game of the season in McCook. Your halftime stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For the visitors from McCook, again, they have uh, pretty much dominated this first half of uh, action. Their quarterback, Max Arp, is uh, 50% passing, 4 of 8, 63 yards for Arp in the uh, first half the bison have rushed it 22 times 11 each quarter they've run for 114 yards so 177 of total offense on 30 offensive plays for McCook they were uh, hit with two penalties and they were able to get eight first downs in that first half individual leaders in the uh, first half of action for McCook it's uh, Corbin Jerrigan with uh, 10 carries and 88 yards and they're a big bruising fullback Back there in uh, Alec Langan with uh, seven carries, 40 yards. Tigers have had kind of a tough time keeping that big guy uh, hemmed in. He's also got a couple of receptions for 41 yards in the football game. The lone touchdown comes from a one-yard plunge from quarterback Mark Arp. For the Tigers in the first half, it's been, uh, again, a lot of passing numbers by uh Jared Sinek in this first half. Sinek's numbers 8 of 15, 94 yards in the game. He spread it around to five different receivers already in this first half. The Tigers rushing 13 carries and 36 yards, so 130 of total offense on 28 offensive plays for the Tigers. The uh, Tigers with seven first down, just one penalty. So three penalties. The officials haven't had a lot to do in this uh, football game, but uh, the Tigers uh, still trail here by one point. Individual uh, leaders in the first half of action. Austin Nauer, four catches and 33 yards. He leads all receivers for the Tigers. Nate Nordby with one catch and four yards. Carson Shoemaker one catch for minus two and Brandon Cavledge, who went out of the game with that injury in the first half has uh, two catches and 59 yards rushing leaders in the uh, football game, little shoe two carries 11 yards Trevor Sullivan with two carries and 16 and Zade Widener, with a couple carries and six yards. But, again, the Tigers not mustering up much on the ground. They may have to try to get the, that uh, aspect going a little bit here because they've been able to get in and put a lot of pressure on Sinek here in this first half. cynic has been sacked, as we look at our numbers here, two, three times in that first half by the McCook defense. So they've definitely been able to get in there and fluster Sinek a little bit here. Tigers trails 7-6 here at halftime.
1: Checking in on Adam Central at the Patriots field. Adam Central with a lead over Valentine. They're in the fourth quarter, 64 to nothing. Adam Central has got the lead over Valentine. If the Patriots win, they'll play in the second round next Friday against either Aurora or Ogallala. And right now, at last check, Aurora had a 12 to nothing lead over Ogallala. Winner of this game will move on to play in the second round of the state playoffs next uh, Friday. Waverly has got the lead over Omaha Gross 28 to nothing. They are still in the first quarter. Uh, Waverly with a lead over Omaha Gross 28 to nothing. We'll try to sneak in some more scores here in just a little bit. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Tony Harper standing by head football coach at Hastings College. The Broncos getting set to play the uh, Dort defenders tomorrow. Check in with the coach as we continue on the halftime show right after this.
0: Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's market in Hastings.
3: I love shopping at Russ's market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service.
0: At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal.
4: Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too.
0: Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters.
1: And we're back at halftime as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper. The Broncos playing their final home game of the season tomorrow as they take on the Dort Defenders. Coach, always a special day, Seniors Day tomorrow, and it'll be a special time tomorrow.
7: It really is. This entire week has been special just seeing those guys and how they've responded to certain things, you know, good and bad. And this is a special group. And I love all the seniors that have always came through here. I really do. But this group, I mean, last year we had 28 seniors on our team. This year we got 14, and only 12 of them are dressing today and uh, or tomorrow. And this, this group of seniors, you know, Just how they've handled everything, I couldn't be more proud of these guys.
1: It's been probably a long four or five years for a lot of these guys. (laughs) What
7: are you saying, I'm bad to be around or what? (laughs) No, but it had, you know, and you got you guys like Anthony Martinez and Kendall Oberheide and Kalen D and those guys. That have stuck it out and been through the good and the bad all four year. Then you got your transfers like Abdul Mary, who's been here for two, who's really solidified himself as one of the better guys in in the conference at, at the nose guard position. Then you got a guy like Keote Steinhouse, that this is the first time he's a one for one type of guy. He's been here for a couple year, um, so you see those guys and, and you're proud of them and you're excited for them. You
1: want them to have success. Right, we're sitting at uh, two and five on the season, one and five in the conference. We're we're kind of long overdue for a for a win, coach.
7: We're long overdue, but we got to make it happen. You know that at, at the end of the day, that's the bottom line, and, and it is about the journey. You know, it is about getting better every single day. And I think at times we have taken those necessary steps. At other times, we have not, and that falls on me as the head coach. But uh, we got to go out there and we got to make something happen. We got to go out there and be the aggressor. We can't go out there and wait for something or expect something bad to happen. We got to go make it happen. And when we do mess up, hey, we messed up. Move on to the next play, and, and that's what we got to really try to do tomorrow.
1: Last week it was a loss to uh, Briar Cliff up in Sioux City. They jumped on us early, and we really never had a, a counter punch, so to speak, in that game. And the, and they beat us thirty two to nothing.
7: Yeah, we didn't get off the mat quick enough. You know, I thought defensively we played an okay game. We didn't play a great game. We played an okay game, caused turnovers, did some third third and outs, and got some fourth down stops. Gave up a couple big plays that kind of put us in that twenty one to zero hole early. Uh, but offensively, we never really got that thing going. You know, we made a change with Johnny Z, and then ultimately Jesse later on. I think that kind of created a spark, but we got to create that spark earlier in the game.
1: How do we get this offense uh, cranked up again? Maybe uh, what we saw the first couple of weeks of the season.
7: I think what we got to do, number one, is we got to get Brett Simonson the ball. And we got to let Brett Simonson do what Brett Simonson does, and that's run the football hard. And And that young man runs hard, you know. Uh, maybe spell him with a couple other guys that we think can get some things done from a run game standpoint. The second thing is we got to get our reads and we got to get rid of the ball quicker. In a three step game, we can't be holding on and waiting. We got to anticipate and expect this is the route that we're going to see. This is the coverage we're going to see. We're going to grip it and rip it. And uh, I think that's what we got to do tomorrow because if we don't, then it's going to be kind of reminiscent of what it's been the last three, four, five weeks. But uh, we got to be the aggressor.
1: Dorton is a team that's got a, a very aggressive defense. Well, sorry, on that side of the ball, they're very good.
7: They are, and uh, they're very similar. to Us and them are very similar to each other, even though they run a 40 front and we run an odd front. We both kind of base out of the cover three concept. Um, we both hit our, hit our gaps and go vertical. We don't just kind of set in our gaps. You know, they're, they're faster. They're not as big as some of the teams defensively that we've seen in the league but they're as fast if not faster so we got to make sure we pass off the twists we got to make sure we identify the linebackers
1: offensively they run a different style of offense uh, the only team in the league that really goes back to the old school uh, option stuff and that always creates a problem
7: you know and especially when you got and personally i think one of the best football players in the conference touching the ball every single time the quarterback you know he's dangerous um, but they run in this veer option to have a 20-personnel set. You know, there's not a lot of motion. There's some with it. So when you get teams to do a lot of that motion, you could kind of cross-read the backs and do some different things. When they've done done away with this motion, now our eyes have to be extremely disciplined.
1: Yeah, Noah Clayberg is this quarterback. He he comes in here out of Pella, Iowa, where he was undefeated as a uh, high school kid, they tell me. Won a couple of state championships. He went to, to the University of Iowa, and now he, he transferred. To Dort, talk about him.
7: Well, you know, you kind of just covered everything right there about the kid. He's a winner, um, you know, and he's not one of those guys that went there and transferred without playing. That young man played at the University of Iowa, okay? So he, he's he's he been on the biggest of stages that there is. But the thing that makes him so so dynamic is he he can get that crease and he can push it vertical right now. You know, a lot of times, you know, they got you're going to string him out and you think you got him. And he can rally and make it, but he's going to get strung out, and he's going to push it vertical right now he's very tough he's a load to bring down I mean he's like six foot six one two fifteen, two twenty I mean he's bigger than some of our d linemen we got so uh, we got to get we got to get nine hats on him all the time. I was
1: going to say how do we how do we at least slow this cat down. We we
7: got to play disciplined football with our eyes. We cannot overload. Now, we're going to run our scheme. We're not going to put in a special scheme just to stop the offense and slow it down and different things like that because when you do that with the youngest team as we got, then definitely their their, their head's going to be swimming, man. So what we've done is we've limited the calls just to allow the guys go faster, and we just got to make sure we get 11 hats of the ball.
1: So it's Hastings and uh, Dorn tomorrow again. Yeah. Uh... Uh, their defense is going to be tough to handle. I, I think their offense is the, the bigger challenge trying to stop the option. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a great success in the years past uh, trying to stop this thing.
7: E- even in 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, when we had some nationally ranked defenses and we had McKenzie Hemge and Pete Botkin and some of those creatures running around, we've always struggled with this. And if you look at their games against – uh, Morningside and 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 some different schools like that, like Doan, they're putting up points now. They are a very dangerous team, so we got to make sure uh, we do our jobs. You know, I got to ask a question by their radio guy the other day. He goes, "Well, what what advantage do you have?" And I go, "Well, we're playing at home and we get to sleep on our own beds. Other than that, we just got to go out and play football."
1: Yeah, their defense shut out the the last two opponents in Concordia and Doane. Not even close, like 96 to nothing. So that's how strong their defense is.
7: Very evenly ma- evenly balanced team. They don't have one – because, again, you look at a Morningside, you look at a Northwestern, those guys are great on defense, great on offense. All the rest of us were kind of all over the place a little bit. Now you throw a in, they're very balanced on offense, they're dynamic, they're explosive, and they're very dynamic and in, 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 in fast on defense. So they're a very good football team.
1: All right, Coach, you've got a home game left. You've got two road games left. How important is it to, to finish the season uh, strong the right way?
7: Well, you know, and strong the right way is going to be different for a lot of people. A lot of people say, well, if you don't finish 3-0 in these last three weeks, it wasn't a successful season. You know, people are going to look at it another way. What well, we're looking at as coaches is we want to get better from the previous snap. we got to go out and we got to play hard. You've talked about it a little bit on the air. You've asked me about it. We can't go through the motions. we got to go fast. We've had three very good weeks of practice. Our energy is high. We're talking, we're competing, we're going against each other. we got to take that mindset, and we got to do it on Saturday. And that's kind of where it, at times throughout the game, it does have that feeling. Um, and we just got to go out there and treat it. Okay, guys, this is another opportunity for us to actually hit somebody in a different color jersey. Let's compete. Let's have fun. Let's play with high energy.
1: Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Kickoff is going to be at 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show on 1230 KHS.
0: The Halftime Show has been brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market, because quality matters. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to local high school sports. KHAS Radio.
4: Your care, our inspiration.
1: 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Well, with Jimmy Purcell and producer engineer Stephanie Brubaker back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field Hastings is trailing McCooks 7-6 in the Class B State High School football playoffs. Elsewhere in Class B tonight, second quarter, Norris is leading Elkhorn Mount Michael 14-10. Halftime, Grand Island Northwest 10, Lexington 3. At the halftime break, it is Omaha Ron Colley leading Plattsmouth 34 7. Halftime, Omaha Scott 14, Blair 3. Bennington has got the lead over Seward at halftime 21 13, Waverly 28, Omaha gross nothing, and Hastings High trailing McCook here by a score of 7 6. Adam Central has won tonight. Patriots have beaten Valentine 64 to nothing. So Adam Central moves on. to next Friday night, they'll play either Aurora or Ogallala. Aurora's got a 12 to 7 lead over Ogallala at halftime. Other Class C1 games Pierce has beaten Chase County tonight 55 21. Halftime, Ord 23, Gothenburg 7. Halftime score: Columbus SCOTUS twenty-eight, Bishop Newman six. Second quarter score: Ashland Greenwood thirteen, Kozad seven. Final score: Wayne has beaten Carney Catholic tonight by score of twenty-eight to twenty-one. Couple of other scores: Cody Kilgore in six-man football beat Sumner, Eddieville, Miller tonight one hundred, yeah one hundred to nothing. Red Cloud, they lose by a point to Eustace Farnham, 34-33. to 33. So 7-6 is the score here. Hastings Eye trailing, by the way, the scores are brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct of Hastings. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct deliver right to your front door. You can check them out online at furnituredirecthastings.com, where you can visit them at their showroom. They're just south of the sonic drive-in and he sings so the tigers won the toss and they're going to get the ball here to begin the, the third quarter they're down by a point seven to six
5: yep need to do something with it here it'll be widener and the little shoe back deep remember widener took the opening kickoff here a couple of weeks ago the distance this is going to come down at the seven to shoemaker
1: shoemaker's back to the 15 comes near his side he's at the 20 yard line he's going to be popped out of bounds at the 20 or 21 that's where Hastings, I will start. Tigers not with a lot of offense there, Jimmy, in the first half.
5: Nope, just 130 total, 36 on the ground, 94 through the air. They were able to get some pressure on Sinek. Hastings has to do a much better job trying to give him protection. You look at McCook, 177 total, 114 on the ground, 63 through the air. You got a half a football to try to extend your season. Winner moves on. Loser is ready for basketball.
1: All right, Sinek wants to throw the ball. He tosses it out there. It's going to be caught at the 25 to the 30, out to the 31-yard uh, line. So a quick throw over there to to Jones, and Jones is going to have enough with the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That's just that little wide receiver screen. They just throw it out there and try to make something uh, happen out there as they go one-on-one as uh, Garth Jones takes the ball all the way up to the 31. First down for the Tigers.
5: 12-yard gain on a quick hitter. Good move there by uh, the Tigers.
1: All right, here's a cynic. He wants to throw the ball again. He throws it near his side. It's going to be caught and then dropped by a Nordby. McCook picks the ball up, and they were heading for the uh, goal line, but the officials right there and blow that one as an incomplete pass. It's going to bring up a second down and 10. Second and 10. He sings the ball on their own 32. The Tigers moving from our left to our right here in quarter number three. Seven to six is the score. The Bison has got a one-point lead. Hastings High missed on a point after touchdown. McCook misses on a 23-yard field goal at the end of the second quarter. Another quick throw out here is going to be caught and dropped at the 32 or 33-yard line. That was a Shoemaker making a hit over here for the McCook defense was Mason Schmoker. Now it's third down and 10 yards to go. The ball at the 31 if he sings.
5: Smoker has been all over Shoemaker tonight. Little shoe with only one catch. Again, that was a a loss of two when he was able to get in on him and bring him down in the uh, first quarter of action. But they've got uh, little shoe hemmed in. He had a big game against McCook that first game of the season. And now the Tigers look at a third down and 10 just underway here in the second half.
1: Wide receivers left and right, one running back in the backfield with Sinek. Sinek wants to throw, dancing in the pocket. Sinek has still got the ball. Sinek is uh, going to break outside the numbers, 30. He's at the 35, and he's going to be run out of bounds right in front of the McCook bench. He is going to be short of the first down by five or six yards, and Hastings High We'll have to punt the football away to begin this third quarter.
5: And, again, a lot of pressure coming up the middle there. They get past the uh, offensive line of Hastings High. Sinek running for his life. And, again, when you're running for your life, you can't look downfield. But Gareth Jones had a couple of steps on his uh, defender down inside McCook territory but not able to hit him. Short gain. And now it's a punting down. Dreher in to punt the football away. Pretty good kick.
1: Ball is fumbled at the 29, picked back up at the 30, across the 30, out to the 33 yard line. And that's where McCook will start. Now we got some extracurricular activity going on as uh, Art brings the ball to the 33 for the uh, Bison. That's where the uh, McCook offense will come out. What they do in the first half offensively
5: 177 yards. That was 114 on the ground, 63 through the air. Arp really didn't make any mistakes. He hit on 50% of his passes, and a couple of those were big strikes to his fullback. They'll be set up in the traditional I formation here. First down.
1: Alright, Arp is uh, going to hand the ball away. They go straight ahead to the 35 yard line. Yet if you're just joining us, their All-State uh, quarterback Cameron Berry not playing tonight. He suffered a knee injury in the ball game against Scott's Bluff and was not able to go tonight. He's in street clothes on the sidelines, but Matt, or Mark Arp is uh, the guy who's been calling the signals and like Jimmy said, he, he's not doing anything uh, spectacular, but he, he's not costing his team either. He's not making any stupid mistakes out there.
5: Nope. Managing the game very well for his head coach, Jeff Gross. That was a short gain, about a half a yard there by Jerrigan.
1: All right, second down and uh, nine yards to go. Here's a pitch play now. He sings high! He's got the numbers and down he goes. teen comes up and yeah, makes the, the stop. That was a Sterling Wright coming back as a wide receiver. They pitched the ball to him this near side, and Leif Holtine drills him into the turf back here at the 31-yard line and lofts into play. Well, that'll get
5: some blood boiling if you're a hometown fan here. Holtine has kind of gotten through there a couple of different times and put some pressure on Arp. That one there he gets through, and as soon as the pitch was made, he hammers the running back down. Five-yard loss, going to bring up third and 13, ball back at the 31-yard line.
1: They go with that unbalanced line again. Arp drops back to throw. Arp is uh, looking. Arp scrambles to the right, throws the ball in the center of the field. That's going to be incomplete. Looked like uh, McCook may have jumped off sides there. I don't see a penalty flag. The intended receiver there was Sterling Wright. He couldn't come up with the ball at the 47, so McCook will have to punt the ball away. They go three plays and out here, fourth down and 13. The ball is pushed back here to the 32-yard line.
5: That was what a couple of Hastings High coaches down there, they were asking where the flag was. The, the official on this side shook his head, but, boy, it sure looked to me like he got started early. But a punting situation. This is a Donnybrook here in Hastings' 7-6 game. McCook gets the punt away.
1: Hastings High comes up to field. the ball. They had to be careful there. A diving Hades grab made idea. at the 46-yard line. That was a drear coming up to uh, grab the ball as he goes tumbling to the turf here at the 46. How'd you say that
5: earlier? Slobber knocker?
1: It's a slobber knocker. It
5: is. If you love defense, you're loving this game. Hastings High with a lot of offense all season long has been held in check. They trail it by 176. 9.37 left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers with the ball again.
1: Here's a Sullivan. Sullivan a handoff across the 50. Sullivan across the 45 down to the 44-yard line of McCook. That's going to be close to a first down. Sullivan gets the handoff, takes it around the left end. They're going to give him the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So a pickup of 11 yards in a play for the junior running back for Hastings, Trevor Sullivan.
5: Three carries, 27 yards for Sullivan. Was that Sullivan getting up uh, a little bit gingerly on that far sidelines? He picks up 11 on that gain. Again, three carries, 27 yards. He has done a nice job. They've given him some scenes. Again, not a big cat, but, boy, he's got some speed. He gets the Tigers a first down. They've got it down to the McCook, 43.
1: Seven to six is a score. McCook with a one-point lead. The difference right now, a missed extra point. Sinek wants to throw. Jones is out there, and he can't make the catch at the 10-yard line. Sinek gave the little ball fake there, threw it down the right sideline, and Jones just barely uh, has it go off of his fingertips down inside the 10-yard line.
5: Boy, and that is the second time that uh, Sinek has been able to go deep Everything else has been underneath pass routes for Sinek here tonight. They have kept him in check only 106 yards uh, in the football game. He was able to hit Cavillage in that uh, first half for a 53 yarder, but then that turned into a, a punting situation. Actually, uh, Hastings went out on downs on that drive.
1: They threw for 321 yards against McCook in the first ball game. Here's Sinek. And he's going to try it again. That time, he overthrows Jones again. Again, it was overthrown. That was Landon Town, a linebacker, trying to cover up Jones, a wide receiver. Jones had a couple of steps on him, and Sinek overthrows him. Now it's third down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the McCook 43-yard line.
5: Four consecutive incompletions by Sinek, and again, he's just running for his life back there. And again, it's hard to gauge the the amount of points reps you put on or the uh, rpms you put on that football when you're running for your life he just simply overthrew jones again jones had a step on his receiver on his uh defender uh, tigers will have five wideouts out on this pattern
1: setting so wants the throw he backs up he's got time moves to his left fires the ball across the middle it's going to be incomplete at the 28 yard line the right across the defense. uh center the portion of the please. infield shoemaker was the shoemaker intended receiver Back there in coverage was uh, Luke Maris for the uh, McCook defense. And now it's fourth down. Fourth down and ten yards to go. So the drive stalls in uh, McCook territory down here at the 43-yard line. Dreer is back into the ball game for Hastings to do the punting. He's uh, the punter tonight in the place of uh, Braden Cavillage, who is out with an injury. There's a uh, ball that's going to bounce at the five-yard line, and that's going to take a hard bounce into the end zone. So it's going to be a touchback to bring the ball back out here to the 20 yard line. Playoff football brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and by Impact Ag Partners, your pioneer seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer, knows more.
5: Mike, each team has had seven drives here tonight. Four for each squad has resulted in punts. Great defensive battle here in Hastings.
1: All right, so McCook has got the ball at their own 20-yard line. Here's Arp. He's going to hand the ball away. He gets uh, maybe a couple of yards out here to the 22-yard line. And this is uh, what what McCook does, Jimmy, and that's just uh, they grind the ball out and rely on their defense to do the work. And now the ball carrier is going to be down here for the uh, Bison at the 22-yard line.
5: Can't see the individual. He's laying on his uh, left shoulder. That might be uh, Jerrigan, their leading ball carrier in the football game. Yeah, I think that's the case, Mike. You just barely see the the numbers there on uh, his backside.
1: All right, so the medical staff for uh, McCook, who has been busy here in the past week or so, they had the injury to their All-State quarterback, and now uh, maybe their number one running back is going to go down here in the third quarter. We've got a break, 8 minutes and 25 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's McCook 7, Hastings I-6. <laughs> Well, 30 K-H-A-S. All right, the injured player was the center, Connor Kleckner. He is uh, being helped out for of the field now, so the backup center is going to be in the ball game now. Second down, eight yards to go. McCook with the ball on their own 22-yard line. The Bison working right to left. Here in this uh, third quarter of play, there's aren't getting outside. He breaks a tackle, breaks oh, another tackle hearing. across the 35, out to the 37 or 38-yard line. That's going to be We're enough for a Crozier Park pharmacy deal. first down. A quarterback keeper around yeah. the right end. Yeah. Mark Arp picks up the first down and more as he takes the ball up to the 37 before he steps out of bounds right in front of the bison bench.
5: Well, Barry is an outstanding quarterback, and he can't take that away from me. But Arp has done a tremendous job, and he has got some filthy speed out there. He gets around the corner, picks up a quick 15 yards from McCook in a first down.
1: All right, Arp is calling the signals. He's going to call his own number again. This time he brings it across the 40 to the 41-yard line where he's tackled there. Tackle is made by Lucas Kolenic for the Hastings' high defense. But right there, Jimmy, he picks up still about to five yards. It looked like the Tigers had that baby red nicely, but he still picks up five yards in the play.
5: And again, we're a, we're a ways away from this game getting over, but uh, with the possessions the way they're going right now, you're not going to get many more. So Hastings can really ill afford to let um, a cook drive down here and really get any type of points. On the scoreboard, McCook looks at a second down and six here at the 41.
1: There's a direct snap again, and uh, going forward whether it is going to be uh, Jurgen Juergen, Juergen, he brings it across the 40 onto the 43 or 44. He picks picks up uh, one or two yards on the play. Max Johnson into the stop for the hastings High Tiger defense, and now McCook is looking at third down and four yards to go from their own 43-yard line. We're going to be inside seven minutes to play here in the third quarter when they snap this ball.
5: Yeah, before you know it, you're going to look up there. We're going to be in the fourth quarter, and we're going to be down inside a couple of minutes. One-point game. It's all uh, resting right now on that missed extra point by Briar Menke in that first half.
1: All right, a man is going to go in motion. He comes up and taps uh, Arp as he goes by. Arp drops back to throw. He dances in the pocket. He's going to run for it. He's at the 45 to the 46, and he's going to be short of a first down. He's going to be stopped short. Lengthen team comes up to make the stop. They're going to put the nose of the football at the 45. So McCook now looking at fourth down, two yards to go. And Jeff Gross is not going to try anything fancy here. He'll punt yeah. the football away. He'll rely on that defense like he has all season long.
5: Going to be dropping back deep for a Hastings high. Yeah, Jeff Gross is not going to make any trips with us to the casino anytime soon. He's, he's not going to gamble a whole lot here as uh, his squad leads it. By one, Nordby will be down in between the 25- and 30-yard line.
1: Brett Vink is your punter. He's going to kick this ball low. It bounces to the 35, takes up a Cook bounce across the 25, down to the 20-yard line, down to the 19, down to the 18-yard line. Nice roll there, and he sings high. will start. Deep in their own territory, trailing in the ball game by a scoring of seven to six. Adam Central, they have won tonight. The Patriots beat Valentine in the opening round of the Class C one State High School football playoff, 64 to nothing. Adam Central will move on to the second round. They'll play again next Friday night against either Aurora or Ogallala. Aurora has got a 12-7 lead over Ogallala. That's a halftime score. So Easting's I has got the ball. Here's uh, Widener. He gets it in the open down the sideline. Look out. 50-40. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers.
5: 82-yard blast. We have seen Widener's speed this season. He has had a kickoff return and another long run early this season. But that was just a simple handoff. He takes it right off the right tackle, and he gets a block downfield from Carson Shoemaker, his old buddy. And then it's all speed as Widener takes it in, eighty two yards to break this game open now the tigers get the lead back they hold a 12 to 7 lead 534 left what a big big play for the Tigers!
1: now remember they missed the extra point after their first touchdown so Charlie is going to go for a two-point conversion here for hastings i i didn't know if Wider had enough steam jimmy to get oh. into the end zone but he got in there, nice run, 82 yards by wider
5: I don't know that he was touched either. They did such a great job getting him out past the tackle, and then Shoemaker sprung him at the 30. He's got the speed, but the steam, I didn't know if he had the uh – I didn't know if he had the endurance to get her in there. We'll see what they do here on this two-point conversion. There's
1: a cynic he wants to throw. Comes to the right. He fires the ball. It is grabbed in the end zone for the two-point conversion. Right right in the back of the end zone, Carson Shoemaker hauls the ball in. The two-point conversion is good, and the Tigers go out on top by seven points. Five minutes and 34 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's now Hastings 14, McCook 7.
0: Well, 30 KHAS.
1: All right, that was an easy scoring drive. One play, 82 yards. Widener takes it in for Hastings High. The touchdown drive is brought to you by Rogers Incorporated, where better service built this business. Here's the kickoff. Fielded at the 28 across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Back inside Hastings High territory down here at the 47-yard line. So a short kickoff there by the Tigers. Fielded by uh, McCook, and they have a nice return back to the Hastings side, 47.
5: That's the problem when you can't kick it deep. You get these speedsters that are up front, and uh, that was the case. That kickoff was re- received at about the 32-yard line, and he was able to move it upfield across the 50-yard line. So this is the second time that McCook has been into Hastings territory to start a drive. They've got it at the 47-yard line.
1: All right, so Arp comes back out. Wide receivers go to the right side. A couple of running backs are in the backfield here. Arp is going to hand the ball away, and they take the ball for maybe a yard or two. Langan carrying the ball down to the 46-yard line.
5: I know one person that's uh, wishing he would have been here. That's Bob's Austin Widener, not in attendance tonight. I talked to Austin uh, just a couple of days ago. He is out in Colorado with uh, the the two younger Wideners at a wrestling tournament with some guys. So he told me he wasn't going to be able to be at the game. I know he's listening. You ought to be very proud Papa right now. Zade with a big 82-yard touchdown run to put the Tigers on top.
1: There's a man coming in motion now for uh, McCook. They hand the ball away again. Inside handoff goes to Wangen, the big old fullback, as he plows his way down to the 40-yard line. That's going to bring up a, a third-down situation. Yeah, you sent him up on the uh, mobile app of the old telephone, got him all sent up there, so you can listen to the broadcast anywhere.
5: You can listen to her anywhere. I was... Remember, a few years ago, I was out in Utah elk hunting, yep. and even on top of the mountain was able to uh, listen to the broadcast, so you can listen on the, the World Wide Web.
1: Well, we, we had people in Bangkok there for oh, a while. Oh,
5: Bangkok, yeah. We, we've, got them, we've got them all over. Third fans da- all around the country.
1: Third down and about three yards to go. McCook has got the ball at the Hastings High 40-yard line. Hastings High jumping off sides up front. We'll see if they were uh, drawn off.
5: Boy, and he just uh, – games come down tight games come down to mistakes yeah it's going to be the case that's He's just going to be the second tonight. penalty for Hastings high tonight but a costly one Tate McCook was, was looking at a third down Hastings and about four 30 yards, 30 yards, yards to go just past the 40 yard line now they've got a first down at the Hastings 35 yard line just under four minutes to go here in the third quarter it's Hastings 14 McCook 7 again it was just all uh electrified here this uh, hometown crowd watch Zade Widener take it 82 yards for the score so now McCook gets a fresh set of downs on the offsides from Hastings
1: all right so McCook driving toward the uh, goal line here and they fake the pitch inside handoff again to Langen Langen takes the ball to the 33 Alec Langen he is six foot three 210 pounds and a uh, senior without the inside handoff. He's been tough to, to bring down there. And then they got the, the speedster, so to speak, Corbin again A nice uh, one-two punch there for the McCook rushing attack.
5: Yeah, for Langdon. It's uh, 10 carries and 56 yards. They've all been hard-earned runs in between the tackles, but he's the specialist of that. He'll be the up back here as a Jerrigan is in that I formation at the tailback. The quarterback, Arp up underneath center here, second down and
1: eight. There's uh, Arp. Hands under center. He's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Jernigan. He runs right into the black curtain. Evan
5: Marara. Wow. That guy is uh, all over the field. He He has had a tremendous season for Charlie Shoemaker and uh, the Tiger D. All
1: right. So it's going to bring up a third down. Third down in eight situation now for McCook. They've got the ball down here at the Hastings side, 33-yard line. Tigers have the lead here. In the Class B State High School football playoffs, 14-7 to is the score. Hastings High has not won a playoff game since 2007. They'd like to break that streak here tonight. Third down and eight yards to go from the 33-yard line. Man comes in motion. Arp is going to throw the football, dancing in the pocket. We've got a penalty flag down. Arp throws the ball, just throws it up there. It's going to be incomplete down inside the 15-yard line. Our and we'll check out the please. penalty flag. Penalty Looks control. like in the area of a hole, doesn't well, it, Jimmy?
5: Well, it does. We've got one in the backfield from the white cap, and then, but we also have another one over here from the near side line judge. We'll see if they've seen the same thing. It's going to be a shift legal against shift, against so it's going to go against McCook. But on a play like that, you you just hope that your defense doesn't make a mistake and hit a quarterback late or hit a receiver downfield and to get a silly uh, offsetting penalty but uh, that's uh, going to be the third penalty, the penalty for the bison and the penalty will be declined by charlie and the tigers it'll bring up fourth down
1: i i thought i saw two men in motion at the same time you can do that in the canadian football league you can't do it here all right so the penalty is declined it's going to bring up a fourth down in eight situation from the 33 and now uh, Jump Gross is going to punt the football away and in, trying to pin the Tigers back deep.
5: If you're Nate Nordby, you got to be smart on this uh, reception. You go with a high snap. You know he's going to pooch it up high, and instead he hits a liner. Boy, Nordby very Nordby dangerously at an 11-yard line coming up. But Hastings will have the football with 154 left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers 14, Bison 7.
1: On our game tonight, Under the Lights is brought to you by the folks at Hastings Utilities, a customer-owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers, including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. Zade Weidner has given the Hastings High Tigers the lead here, 14-7. to Hastings with the lead. There's a Sullivan with the ball. He breaks into the open. He's at the 30, 35, 40. Put on the afterburners, 50, 40, 35, 30, and he's drug down from behind down here at the McCook. 31-yard line officially. Great run there by Trevor Sullivan as he breaks loose for the Tigers.
5: 54 yards on that run, so the Tigers have had back-to-back runs of 82 and 54. Sullivan got through there so quick, the McCook defense wasn't expecting that. They opened a good seam off the left side. Sullivan gets the Tigers down inside McCook territory at the 32.
1: The Tigers have uh, spotted something in the defense of McCook. Some big, long runs, something we did not see in the first half. Cynic, he's going to throw the football. Man wide open. It's caught for the touchdown. Austin now it was wide open. He grabs the ball for a touchdown, and the Tigers go out on top 20-7. Where all of a sudden has this
5: offense come from? The Tigers with 130 yards in the first half. They've got 154 on the ground here in the uh, third quarter rushing the football. That was a 32-yard passing catch to Nauert. For Nauer. that is his fifth touchdown catch of the season, and now the Tigers have vaulted into a 20-7 lead. Minky on for the PAT.
1: All right, so 1.21 to play in the third. Here comes the uh, point after. It is up there. That one splits the uprights. It is good. One minute, 21 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 21, McCook 7. Uh... Whenever changes in daylight savings time occur, Hastings Utilities reminds us customers and it's a great time to install new batteries in your home smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. And now that the heating season is upon us, help your heating system run more efficiently by replacing and installing a new clean filter. For even more efficiency tips for your home this winter season, a free brochure entitled The Energy Saver Guide is available at Hastings Utilities. Hastings Utilities, a municipally owned utility serving the community of Hastings and the surrounding area with reliable, dependable utility service.
0: 1230 KHAS.
1: I two plays, 88 yards that time for Hastings. Jared Sennig throws a 32-yard touchdown pass to Austin Nauert, the PAT good. Touchdown drive brought to you by Rogers Incorporated of Hastings where better service built this business. So a couple of long runs, Jimmy, one by Zade Widener for a touchdown, and that one by a Trevor Sullivan of 54 yards. Sends the Tigers up for the uh, touchdown on the uh, pass, and the Tigers are out on time by a score of 21-7. Running the football back here for McCook is going to be Sterling Wright, and Wright brings it across the 20 to the 23. Tigers bouncing around. They've got a lot of mow right now on their side, Jimmy. They were trailing 7-6. to six. At halftime, but two touchdowns here in the third quarter.
5: Unbelievable. The Tigers' last two drives have just been three plays down at down
8: 170,
5: down 170 yards. yards. They've had drives of 82 and 88 yards. Big, big plays, and it's ignited, this hometown crowd. And the Tigers in all black tonight. But Cook out to this uh, first down call, but they find themselves now, hello, they're trailing 21-7 to 7, all of a sudden.
1: Right comes in motion to the near side for McCook. Harper's going to hand the ball away. Banging his way across the 25 out to the 26-yard line is Alec Langan for the McCook Bison. Tackle is made in there by Lucas Kolenic for the Hastings High defense. That was a pickup of about four yards in a play. We'll call it second down and six yards to go. We're down inside one minute to play in the third quarter. Hastings High looking for their first playoff win since 2007 here in the opening round. Second down down for McCook. They've got the ball on their own 27 yard line. Man comes in motion to the near side. Arp grabs the ball. Here comes a tiger pressure. They come with a blitz. Arp throws the ball. It's gonna be intercepted. Intercepted down the sideline. 20, 15, 10, five, touchdown. Hastings, Cavillan a pick Cavillan six. Braden Cavalich back oh, in tiger. was injured in the first half. I tell you
5: what, if you're from McCook or a McCook player, a coach, you are in disbelief. It has been five off or five plays, and Hastings has scored three touchdowns off of five plays here in this third quarter. Mind-boggler. Wow. Pick six for Hastings high defense.
1: That one is a uh, twenty-seven yards. We'll check it officially, but twenty-seven yards. Braden Cavillage gets a pick six for Hastings. It is twenty-seven to seven. Hastings has got the lead. Here's the extra point. Ball is down, and the The kick is through the pipes. It is good. The PAT is good by Minky. 23 seconds to play in the third quarter. Hastings High has got the lead. It's the Tigers 28 and McCook 7.
4: Thank you for doing business with our family the past 35 years. We look forward to providing you with continuing dependable, affordable, and friendly auto repair service at Pass Auto Repair and Towing, 305 South Denver in Hastings. Call us today at 402-463-9607. 1230
1: KHAS. Braden Kamelidge gets his fourth interception of the season, a pick six. 27 yards, and the Tigers have scored three times here in the third quarter. Here's Wright bringing the ball back for McCook up to the uh, 29-yard line again. The ball may have uh, come loose down there. The scramble is pursuing, but I think uh, McCook is on top of the ball back here. they got to be frustrated, Jimmy. This this might be more frustration in the ball coming loose.
5: Tell you what, in all the years we've done this, well, you think about all the games and the weird scenarios and things that have happened, but I don't know that I've ever seen anything like this. Like I said, five plays, Hastings has scored two touchdowns, off three plays and then a running play and then the pick six by the tiger defense. And all of a sudden you look at the clock. It is twenty-eight to seven. Seventeen seconds left to go in the third quarter. Tigers in command.
1: I right, band goes in motion. Jernigan off of the right side. Here's Arp with the ball. Runs the option play. Arp gets outside the numbers 30-35-40 on his That's feet right to right the forty-two-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So But Cook is a team that relies on their rushing attack, but now you look up, you're down by three scores. You might have to try something different here, but Arp gets outside the numbers and picks up the first down. We're down to two seconds to play here in quarter number three, and the time will run off of here, and that'll be the end of three quarters. Three quarters in the books, the Class B State High School football playoffs tonight. Hastings High has got the lead. It's the Tigers 28. And the Bison 7...
4: btsrhastings.com
8: Shop at Rogers Incorporated for the area's largest selection of appliances from Amana, KitchenAid, Maytag, and Whirlpool. A staff that knows their products inside and out, the best prices, and most of all, the service. From when you walk in to the delivery in your home, you'll see why Rogers Service built this business with Amana, KitchenAid, Maytag, and Whirlpool products. Rogers Incorporated Medicine
1: 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, we're back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings has got the lead. Arp is going to be hit in the backfield, and down he goes. Backside pressure there. Leif Holteen coming from the backside and nails the quarterback, Mark Arp. There's a sack for the Tiger defense back here. To the 35-yard line.
5: Hultin has had a tremendous game. He has put a lot of pressure on Arp tonight, and he finally gets around the right tackle and gets in there and hits him on the blind side. A seven, actually we'll call it an eight-yard loss. Now second and 17, ball back at the 35-yard line.
1: Man goes in motion. That's going to be Langan off to the far side to fullback, and now here's Arp going to run the quarterback (laughs) keeper. On the second down and long, he brings it across the 35 out to the 37-yard line. This game was 7-6 at halftime. Hastings scores three times in the third quarter. The Tigers are out on top, 28-7. To
5: your stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For McCook in the football game, 220 total yards, 157 on the ground, 63 through the air. I'll get to the Tigers just shocking numbers after three quarters after this play
1: arp has uh, got wide receivers left and right arp has got the ball here comes pressure again arp is going to throw the ball that's going to be delivered short of the target there incomplete pass as it uh, bounces to reese uh, Delavo reese Delavo, a five foot eight 145 pound senior he tries to grab that one on the hop at the 50-yard line, incomplete pass. For
5: Hastings, high through three quarters, 329 yards, 188 on the ground, 141 through the air. The Tigers with 253 yards in the third quarter.
1: Here's the uh, snap. Hastings, I nearly got there. It's going to be a short kick, and it's going to take a nice uh, McCook bounce uh, across the 35 to the 30. 25 is going to roll dead down here at the 23-yard line. Hastings had a great chance to block that one. And then the, the guy who was coming off of the end, yeah, I didn't quite get his number. He just kind of stopped there. He kind of reached out and probably taking the ball right off of the the, uh, the leg of the punter for uh Mokic. He just kind of stopped there. He froze. Well,
5: and I don't know whether he was afraid of, of running into the punter and giving him a fresh set of downs. You've got a 28-7 lead. i try to get that pig, but... The Tigers will take over. Twenty-eight to seven lead right now. With ten twenty-six left to go in the game.
1: Senick once more. He throws it to Jones here at the thirty-yard line. Dances his way to the uh, thirty-two before he's brought down. Landon Town, the outside linebacker for the McCook Bison, over here to make the stop. Second down. That was a pickup of nine yards in the play. Completed pass Senick to Jones. They bring the ball out here into the 33. Down to 10 minutes to play. 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Hastings with a lead, 28 to seven.
5: Nice pickup there of nearly nine yards. Going to bring up second down to one. Again, the clock's going to play a huge factor here. Surprise, the Tigers are throwing the football. They found something against this McCook rushing uh, defense. 152 in the third quarter on just four four carries. Now we've no, got uh, the, the White Cap throwing a flag. Is this going to be an illegal Get shift? On.
1: Illegal procedure, motion. yeah. Ill- illegal procedure on Hastings. Hey, he Shoemaker was going in motion off to the uh, wide side of the field, but uh, somebody got started early up front. Illegal procedure on the uh, Tigers. And checking in the other game, Waverly has got the lead over Omaha Grocer in the third quarter, forty-two to nothing. I don't know if I've ever done a game until Waverly, but that would be the next sight for the uh, Tigers next Friday night if Hastings I can hold on here. Twenty-eight to seven. Hastings with the lead over the McCook Bison in the Class B state high school football playoffs. Senick waiting for the snap. He's got it. Senick backs up. Senick rolls to his left. Unloads. He's got Jones out here, and he makes the catch. He makes the catch at the thirty-five. He's off to the races. Touchdown. Hastings High.
5: 73 yards on that play where where is this Uh, is this a whole new team coming in here the tigers have scored in the second half on plays of 82 32 73 and a pick six they have blown the doors off this thing it's now 34 to 7 they trailed 7 to 6 at halftime wow Garrett Jones runs right underneath of that pass as uh, Sinek rolls over to the near side of the field, lofts it up ahead of him, and uh, just that speed from Jones takes it in, Minky in for the PAT. That's
1: the first touchdown reception of the year for Jones. There's the uh, PAT at the the other end this time to the north end zone that is through the pipes. It is good. Nine minutes and ten seconds to play in the football game. Hastings has got the lead. It's the Tigers 35, the Bison 7. You're listening to High School Football.
7: This is Tom at Burt's Pharmacy. Medicare Part D sign up through December 7th. Plans change, deductibles change, preferred pharmacies, non-preferred pharmacies, donut holes. It's all confusing. We're here to help you, and it's important to come to us to eliminate the confusion. Let us do the sorting out for you. There's still time for us to assist you. Stop in at either location, Burt's downtown or Burt's on 14th and Bellevue. 402-462-4343 402-462-4343
0: downtown, 402-462-4466 at the clinic.
1: 1230 KHAS. I nine ten to play. Hastings High with the lead. That touchdown drive was two plays in 77 yards. They get a 73-yard touchdown pass from Sinning to Garth Jones, a PAT Good. Touchdown down drive brought to you by Rogers Incorporated of Hastings, where better service built this business. There's the, uh, the short kick again. It's going to be returned here by the Bison out to the 30 or 31-yard line, and that's where McCook will start. Wow, what a second half for the Tigers. They were trailing 7-6 to six at halftime.
5: So seven drives in the first half and uh, two drives in the second half for the Tigers resulted in four punts. Four out of the seven drives resulted in punts. The last three, one play 82, two plays 88, two plays 77, and why not just throw in a pick six for short measure? The Bison, they are all rolled up here. The Tigers all over them, 35-7.
1: Arp comes back out now for the uh, McCook Bison. He's going to hand the ball away, the ball may have came loose. Did. They did, and the Tigers are on top of the football that is Lucas Coletic coming up with a ball. It was just an uh, inside handoff that they've been running all night long here. The ball pops loose. Coletic grabs the ball for Hastings, and the Tigers have got the ball down here at the Bison 25-yard line.
5: Boy, and you look at the drives for uh, McCook here in this second half. Punt, 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 interception, touchdown. Punt, fumble. Unbelievable the coaching staff is just to the left of us, and they look like somebody have just uh, run away with their dog. They are in shock.
1: All right, they're going to put the ball at the uh, 33 officially. Tigers have the ball back here. They run a little reverse play to the short side of the field. That's going to pick up about to two yards in a play. Widener carries it for two. Of course, Widener gave the Tigers the lead on an 82-yard run with a uh, big play back there in the... Later stages of the uh, third quarter
5: yeah it's just we're, we're gonna have a lot of notes to go through we were talking about a slobber knocker in a defensive battle at seven to six we thought boy it could come down to that missed extra point well then the Tigers able to get that long touchdown run they go for two they've shut shoemaker down but he somehow slips free in the back of the end zone and and it's just been a, a whitewashing here. In the uh, later stages of this football game.
1: Here's a cynic. He wants to throw. Stands in a pocket. Fires that one. going to be wide of the target. Intended <laughs> receiver down there for uh, Hastings High. It was uh hour down around the 25-yard line. He throws a wide of the target, and now it's third down. Third down and about nine yards to go. Again, Adams Central won tonight. They uh, whitewashed Valentine in the opening round of the Class C Wednesday playoffs. 64 to nothing. AC's eye trying to advance to the second round of the Class B playoffs. They've got the lead here at 35-7 to over McCook. Senek wants to throw. Sinek's going to throw the ball. He does here. It's caught at the 25-yard line to the 20, down to the 15-yard line. That's a Nate Nordby. He grabs the ball for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. He has run out of bounds down here officially at the 17-yard line. First down and 10 for the Tigers.
5: 12th first down for Hastings High in the football game. And for Jared Sinek. 236 yards unofficially. Sinek just in the uh, the first half with 94, but he has uh, lit some fires underneath uh, his receivers. He's had some time to throw the football, and it's just been all Tigers here in the second half. Two touchdowns for Sinek in this second half.
1: Widener is in the backfield just to the left of Sinek. Sinek wants to throw. He fires the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Back across the uh, middle, it's an incomplete pass. That's a uh, Nauert, the intended receiver, down there inside the 10 yard line. And that's going to bring up a second down and 10 now from the uh, 17. Waverly is uh, leading Omaha Grocer in the third quarter. The score is 42 to nothing.
5: Well, that's one place I know we have never been, but I drive by that on the way into Omaha. It just sits right off the, uh, the interstate there good-looking facility but it appears that's probably going to be the case here tigers and uh waverly what's waverly's mascot we got to do some research
1: that's going to be uh next friday night we got time
5: got to know the mascot
1: here's a inside handoff again widener has got to ball he breaks into the open 10-5 touchdown widener. widener scores touchdown. his second touchdown tigers. of this ball game first one was 82 yards that one much, much shorter as he takes it into the end zone, and the Tigers are blowing the bison out of the corral. It is 41-7. He sings with a lead.
5: Very, very nice. Delayed handoff. Zade just takes it off left side, bounces it outside his left tackle, and again with his speed gets it in there. Zade busts over 100 yards now, 105 on the night. Minky into the uh, game for the PAT. All
1: right, ball is down. The kick goes uh, sailing. For the uprights, and that is good. The PAT is good by uh, Minky. Hastings tacks on one more. 7.27 to play in the fourth quarter. Hastings 42, McCook 7.
5: Four plays, 32 yards. Where
3: you're a neighbor, not a number.
1: We're custom pack. This week, a custom pack of Hastings get USDA choice bonus beef rump roast, only 3.48 a pound. A 10 pound bag of fresh chicken hindquarters, only 39 cents a pound. And 14 ounce ring bologna, only $2.97 each. It's all at Custom Pack.
3: At Custom Pack.
1: You're a neighbor, not a number. 1230 KHAS. All right, that drive was uh, four plays and 32 yards for the Tigers. Widener takes it in from 17 yards out. Touchdown drive brought to you by Rogers Incorporated of Hastings, where better service built this business. There's the uh, high kickoff again. It's going to be returned and decked at the 30-yard line. The ball comes loose, but the officials say no. He was down, and McCook will maintain control of the ball. That was uh, very, very close. Another uh, possibility of Tigers uh, getting the the turnover.
5: Boy, and and I tell you what, he was hit so hard, the old windbag got knocked out of that uh, individual. I wanted to get to this here, Mike, uh, quickly. The Tigers, since halftime, just in the second half, three hundred and one yards unofficially. Been a big, big half of football. They've blown the doors off of this again. Widener over a hundred and five yards. Austin, stay away. You can stay away next week when we go to Waverly. We, you can take a trip. You can pipe it in on the radio since you're gone. Zayt's had a. Stellar game, but the, the Tigers have played very good football. The uh, McCook uh, return man, he gets up. That's uh, Luke Morris that got hit. He trots off under his own power. Good to see there.
1: Playoff football brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. your care, our inspiration. By Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And by Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weiges and Todd Travis. Your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer, knows more. First down, 10 yards to go. for well, the Bison, they got the ball on their own 30-yard line. Arp hands off, big hole, 35-40. 45 down the sideline, 50-45 into Tiger Territory down to the 40-yard line. Running the football there was Corbin Jernigan. Jernigan takes the ball. For the first down in Moore takes it into the Tiger territory, officially down here at the 38-yard line, first and 10 for the Bison.
5: 28-yard carry there by Jerrigan. That puts him over 100 yards on the night, so a good performance by that young man at the 6'33 mark, 42-7, all Tigers.
1: He's he stepped out of bounds at the 40, so put the nose of the football at the 40-yard line, so first down here for the Bison, heading to our end zone to our – South, there's an inside handoff, big hole again, 30, down to the 25, down to the 22-yard line. That's a Corbin Jernigan, Jernigan carrying the ball there for the Bison, back-to-back first downs for McCook. So they got the ball down here at the Hastings 22-yard line, the Bison not done yet. Six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, 42-7, to Hastings with the lead here.
5: McCook with 13 first downs on the night, and this is by far their deepest penetration here in this second half.
1: Here's our under center again. He spent uh, most of the night in that position. Here's a handoff. That's going to be Langen with the ball. Langen bangs his way down to about the 18-yard line. He was brought down there by the Tiger defense, coming up to make the stop for a uh, Hastings high. So Charlie's got some new guys in there now. That's uh, Thomas Harling. Harling, a linebacker, six foot, 175 175-pound senior for this uh, Tiger defense. A pickup of three yards in the last play, second down and seven yards to go. Arp again from the far side hash, and now we've got penalty flags down as a, a snap is made, and I think somebody was in motion. There's the indication it's going to be an illegal procedure call against McCook.
5: Not a lot of penalties in this football game. That's just four now for McCook and three for Hastings High. Been a very clean played football game here, but it's been a uh, a story of big, big plays. Wow, whole second half you wouldn't have didn't see this thing coming the way the first half set up seven to six halftime lead for McCook. It is now forty two to seven Hastings High.
1: Backs are in the eye formation now for the Bison on second down and twelve. Again, an inside handoff and uh, moving the stack there. Jernigan takes the ball down to about the 18-yard line. The number Tyler and uh, we'll see. We got a timeout. No, we got uh, an injured player. He's going to trot out for the field on the far side. We're going to bring up a third down in five situation now. Your calculator is smoking here. Unreal. Trying to get the, the numbers totaled up for the second half of the Hastings Highs. Tigers here, both offensively and defensively. They're down five yards to go. The Bison with the ball down here at the Hastings High 18-yard line. Wide receiver is split out to the left side. Jernigan, inside handoff, 15, down to the 10, down to the 9-yard line before he's uh, brought down there. So running basically against some uh, Hastings High second-teamers out there know, Last tackle was made in there. That's uh, Isaac Husley picking up the stop for the Hastings ID. That's enough for Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So now uh, McCook has moved the ball down to the 10-yard line of Hastings. Fortunately for the Tigers, they've got a, a comfortable lead here in the fourth quarter. We're inside three and a half minutes to go, and we snap this ball. Arp is going to hand the ball away. That's going to be, uh, that's gonna be uh, Jornigan carrying the ball down there to the, about the 7-yard line. That's a big up of three yards in a play. We're down to 320 to play here in the fourth quarter. We'll have our player of the game coming up, Coach's post-game show. We've got the scoreboard show coming up for you later on tonight as well. Brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning. All the scores from the uh, first round of the state playoffs, classes A, B, C1, and C2 and the six-man ranks. Playing their games tonight. D1 and D2 played last night. There's a pitch out to Jonigan Junigan's going to be rustled down as he tried to get outside. Leifold team out there to uh, drag him down for Hastings. team gets the stop. That was a loss of about a yard in the play. First of all, the pitch was not uh, not very good by Arp. It was pulled in by Jonigan, but Leifold team. Yeah, had a shot of maybe just intercepting the pitch and well, going back the other way. Yeah, That's how quick he was out there.
5: Yeah, and Hulteen's got that big, lanky frame, and he uh, was very close to coming up with that. But then to to keep up to speed with Jerrigan, he's very quick and bring him down for a yard loss. Great play defensively by Hulteen.
1: Harper's going to fake the handoff. There's the throw, and the pass is going to be incomplete. Mm-hmm. Trying to get the ball to their uh, tight end. He wasn't used very much. Here tonight, Luke Roberts. He couldn't come up with a ball, and uh, now it's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Fourth down, and six. And uh, I forgot that we have a running clock I, now here. I
5: just looked up at, th- at that as well, and I was about ready to look over to you and go, "Did you see a running clock coming in this game at half?" At a seven-six McCook lead, you would not have thought anything of it, and now it is very. Uh, Very quick running fourth quarter here. We're down to 137 and counting in this football game.
1: Just blew right on by me there. We were in a tight ball game for a while. There's uh, Arpy's going to run the option. The pitch back comes at the 10-yard line to the five yard line down to the three. That's uh, Jernigan carrying the ball and he had to take it into the end zone. So he thinks I will uh, hold him here and the Tigers will get the ball back with a minute and 24 seconds to play. Load up the bus. The Tigers are gonna be heading probably to Waverly next Friday night. Waverly, obviously a great football team. They're the number three seed in uh, class B. Waverly has got a lead over Mohawk Grocer in the third quarter, 42 to nothing. Timeout Hastings. So it'll be a Hastings Timeout. and uh, Waverly next uh, Friday night. Again, we'll get the uh, game time for you. It'll be established probably sometime tomorrow. Adams Central, by the way, they won tonight over Valentine, 64 to nothing. And it looks like the Patriots are headed for a rematch with the Aurora Huskies. Aurora. He's got to lead over Ogallala there in the fourth quarter, twenty-five to thirteen. That'll be uh, next Friday night as well.
5: Well, we've done our first bit of homework. We will be facing the Waverly Vikings.
1: I think I've done uh, basketball. Oh, I'm with, sure. Uh, I'm
5: sure that you have with uh, Waverly
1: in the past. I think I've done basketball. I don't know if I've ever done a football game in no, Waverly I've, though.
5: No, they've they've got a new school there. Uh, new school, new field.
1: Right there like along the, the
5: interstate. Right along the interstate. I think there's also a little uh, sprint car track not uh, far from the high school there, but a uh, nice facility. I Like I said, for work, I drive by there. So that is where the Tigers will be heading, Waverly, next week for the second round of the Class B playoffs.
1: 42-7 right, to seven is the score here. Senek is going to keep the ball on the ground here across the five-yard line out to the seven. So, Hastings High is going to wrap up their first playoff win since 2007 when we were able to beat uh, Seward in the first round of the uh, playoffs, 35-7. to 7. Ironically, the very next week, in the very next round, Hastings lost to McCook, 40-7. to 7. Last year, McCook ended the season for Hastings High in the uh, state playoffs when McCook beat us by the score of 35-7. to 7. But Cook, they they don't lose very often in the playoffs. They've been here 19 years in a row, and they're going to have a uh, a quick exit out of the uh, 2019 state playoffs. Tigers are running the ball one more time. But Cook will bring them down for a loss back here, back here at the seven yard line. But I don't think he thinks will have to snap the ball again. Uh, Hastings, uh, don't even really need to snap the ball again. It is second down here, actually third down. It should be third down and about eight yards to go. The ball is at the eight yard line. We're down to 13 seconds to go, 16 on the play clock. But Huskins is going to run one more play. seneca has got the ball, hands it away. That's going to be stacked up, and that's going to be all she wrote. The Hastings High Tigers have won in the Class B State playoffs. They beat the Bison for the second time this year. They beat them to open the season 30-7. They have a big, big second half here and beat the Bison by the score of 42-7. to 7. So Hastings High will improve to eight wins and two losses on the season McCook cook will wrap up the year with a mark of five wins and five losses. Hastings High wins it 42 to seven. Back with the final numbers after this. Anywhere fall activities
5: take you, Friesen Ford has you covered with a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I 80 in Aurora, or online. At freesenford.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Freezen Ford team.
6: New View Real Estate of Hastings is family-owned and operated, with over four
1: decades of real estate experience. And Dana, Connie, and Dee would love to help your family with all of your real estate needs. Whether you're buying or selling, New View Real Estate of Hastings can help you make your move and offer you full-service affordability. Stop by
6: 1239 North Burlington in Hastings or contact us at newviewofhastings.com
0: or on Facebook at New View Real Estate of Hastings. 1230
1: KHAS. Well, it was 7-6 to six at halftime, but the Tigers explode in the second half, and Hastings wins it. Final score of 42-7. But Cook scores the first touchdown in a one-yard run from Mark Arp. They get 7-0 with 19 seconds to play in the first quarter. Acing side comes back. They get a two-yard run from Jared Sinek in the second quarter. The Tigers missed a point after touchdown. 7-6 to McCook had to lead. Bison had a chance to add a field goal at the end of the second quarter, but Jacob Gomez-Wilson misses on a 23-yard field goal with 11 seconds to go. 7-6 was our score at halftime. The Tigers get an 82-yard run from Zade Widener in the third quarter to give him the lead at 14-7. Tigers on their next series get a 54-yard run from Trevor Sullivan to set up by uh, Hastings for a 32-yard touchdown pass from Jared Sinick to Austin Nauert. That made the score 21-7. Tigers got a 27-yard pick-six from Braden Cavillage to make it a 28-7 ballgame. Sinick then connects to a uh, wide open, Garth Jones for 73 yards. That makes it 35-7. to 7. And Zade Widener then scores from 17 yards out in the fourth quarter. 42-7 to 7. final score as uh, Hastings High wins it here tonight in the first round of the Class B State playoffs.
5: Wild, wild game here in Hastings. Still just trying to figure up all the numbers and everything. A lot of big performances put up by Hastings High. Here tonight, but we'll get you a full rundown here as uh, much as I can before Charlie makes his way up here to the press box. Your stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. <clears throat> Former Cook in the football game, their quarterback, Mac er, uh, Mark Arp, Went uh, four of 12 passing tonight, just 63 yards. He had one interception. That was costly. That was a pick six from the Tiger defense. Rushing numbers tonight, the Bison, 46 carries, 225 yards, so 288 of total offense in the football game, 14 first downs for McCook. In the football game, they were also hit with four penalties. Their leading ball carrier, Corbin Jerrigan, 20 carries, 154 yards in uh, the football game, also the big fullback. And Langan ends with a couple of receptions, 41 yards, and he had 16 carries for 47 yards in the football game. For the Hastings High Tigers, Jared Sinek finishes the night 14 of 28, 236. He had two touchdowns on the night, and a two-point conversion. The Tigers with 21 carries and 209 total yards, so 445 a total offense on 14 first downs for Hastings here in the football game. The Tigers just hit with three penalties in the football game. Leading rusher here tonight, Zade Widener, a big night, four carries, 105 yards, two touchdown touchdowns. Widener's carries come from 17 and 82 yards out 82 yarder was the one that kind of started the the uh, electric electrifying second half here for the Tigers leading receivers in the game Austin Nauer finishes five catches 65 yards Nauer with one touchdown Garrett Jones had three receptions 93 yards and a touchdown, we round out a couple other guys. Nate Norby ends with a couple of catches and 23 yards. Carson Shoemaker had just two catches in the football game for one yard, but he caught that two-point conversion in the corner of the end zone down here, which gave Hastings that one more point to put him up 14 to 7. And – uh other than that, uh, Brandon Cavlage finishes out the uh, night with a couple of catches and 59 yards. So a big explosion in the second half for the Tigers. They advance in the Class B playoffs. Going to be tough. Each win is going to get you a little tougher competition. And the Waverly Vikings await the Hastings High Tigers in Waverly next week.
1: All right, 42 to 42-7 final score. Hastings wins it over McCook. Stick around. Player of the game up next in the Coach's Postgame Show. You're listening to High School Football
0: play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the K-H-A-S Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show on your Hastings link to local high school sports, 1230 K-H-A-S. It's time now for the player of the game on 1230
1: KHAS. And the Tigers uh, win it here tonight over McCook. Final score of 42-7. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Zade Wider again, uh, four carries, but he got over the century mark. Four carries, 105 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Austin Noward caught five passes for 65 yards and a touchdown. Yark Jones, three receptions, 93 yards and a touchdown. Braden Cavillage, two receptions for 59. Also had the pick six on defense. And then uh, Jared Sinek completed 14 out of 28 passes for 236 yards and two touchdowns. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winner right after this. Our player of the game tonight for Hastings High will be uh, Zade Widener. He's the guy who gave the Tigers the lead on that 82-yard run. After that, Hastings High had a 14-7 lead over McCook, and that really opened the door for the Tigers. Widener had uh, four carries, 105 yards, and two touchdowns in the ball game here tonight. So, Zade Widener will be our player of the game as Hastings knocks off McCook by the score of 42 to 7. Zaid Widen, our player of the game. Stick around. We got the coach up next. You're listening to High School Football.
0: You've been listening to the Player of the Game on 1230 KHAS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Postgame Show. Up next on 1230 KHAS.
8: Shop at Rogers Incorporated for the area's largest selection of appliances from Amana, KitchenAid, Maytag, and Whirlpool. A staff that knows their products inside and out, the best prices, and most of all, the service. From when you walk in to the delivery in your home, you'll see why Rogers Service built this business with Amana, KitchenAid, Maytag, and Whirlpool products.
3: Rogers Incorporated,
8: Service!
0: The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Culley, Pipe, and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy
1: Purcell. Hi, we're back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Big win for Hastings High 42-7. Over the uh, McCook Bison as head coach Charlie Shoemaker is going to join us, and coach, congratulations, first playoff win since uh, 2007.
2: Yeah, it was a great night for our guys. Defense played outstanding. Uh, special teams, you know, we, we had a few mishaps, but our coverage was great, and then offensively we got things
1: going in the second half. We got to talk to, uh, about that second half. It was 7-6 to six at halftime, and we were kind of talking about a, a slobber-knocker type of a defensive show tonight. But you, you guys found something in the second half, and you exploited that uh, against McCook in the second half. Yeah, we
2: did. We were able to run our counter game a little bit. Uh, we were getting four or five yards. Trevor had some nice runs in the first half. Uh, so then we switched to running it to the weak side. Uh, they just had so many guys going with Carson on the bubble. Uh, it opened up. Our line did a great job of blocking the first level, and then once Zayd got the corner, it was over.
5: It doesn't take much in uh,
2: in football to get a little
5: momentum going, but uh, Zade takes that one eighty two 82 yards. You turn around, now it catches a uh, 32-yarder. The momentum was all going. Then you get a pick six. I think I figured up you had like there was five or six offensive plays, and you scored four touchdowns yeah. out of those. It just yeah.
2: We were up here just uh, in, in kind of disbelief, just yeah. you don't see that. You know, yeah, I mean, kids are funny. High school football is funny. I mean, once things start rolling, it, it sometimes it's the other way, too. You know, when it starts rolling bad, things go bad. But uh, I'm just proud of our kids. You know, we told them all week it was going to be a dogfight. And, um, you know, I, I expected it to be a little closer probably. But, I mean, we just found some things that we liked, and, and we just stuck with it and just kept with the game plan.
1: Uh, their their quarterback, Barry, did not play tonight. Uh, Art played and. In- And just talking about defending him, they're they're a little bit different with Arpin there.
2: Yeah, they are. You know, I actually thought he played pretty well. Um, You know, he threw the ball fairly well in the first half. Uh, We had a few things on defense that we we just didn't have our eyes in the right spot. They were hitting that flat uh, with the fullback, and our guy just didn't make that read. But then we kind of closed up on that in the second half. I thought our our front four played awesome. Uh, They were just stuffing things real well. we kind of in the first half, kind of bent, but didn't really break. I, th- I think a big one was when we stopped them at the uh, down inside the ten. There, I, that was a big defensive stand for us. I was going to say your offensive
5: line in the from the first half to the second half looked like they grew a little bit because they were able to give Jared a little bit more time. Boy, you give that kid just a little bit of time, yeah. and he's going to burn you deep. I,
2: I thought all night. Um, even in obvious passing downs, I thought for the most part our protection was really good tonight. They did a great job. Uh, they they were uh, they were ready to get back on the field and, and show that they could do it. Uh, and I'm real proud of those guys.
1: So he sings uh, wins it forty two to seven over the uh, Bison. Like we said, it was a a close ball game, seven to six at halftime. And the Tigers explode in the uh, third quarter, and uh, you got it done. Like we said, with the, your offense, uh, special teams, uh, your defense, and scores on a pick six. So that's what you got to do when you get to the playoff football. Yeah, you
2: do. I mean, there's just a lot of different ways that you got to win a ball game, and and it was all three phases for us tonight. And so I'm just proud of our guys, our coaches. They did a great job. So now you've
5: got. Uh do the 24 hour rule here. I'm sure you've uh, done a little bit of film watching, uh, looking ahead, possibly a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely not.
2: Absolutely not. I, I was worried about McCook. I know a couple of the, the coaches were doing that though. So yeah, well, I'm sure we'll play Waverly and probably head to their place and, uh, I told the guys tonight, I said, if you play like that, I said, there's not too many people that can beat you, so hopefully we can get out there and and, and have a great game.
1: Just got a final score. Waverly has uh, beaten Omaha Gross tonight by a score of 49 to 20, so uh, Waverly, uh, one of the the top two or three teams in the state, depending on, uh, whose pole you want to go by. But, uh, Waverly is going to be a huge step up in competition, I think.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we're excited for the opportunity, uh, proud of our, proud of our program to get to this point. And, uh, uh, we just want to keep it going. Well, that's great. Congratulations. Right. Move
5: on and, uh, take on Waverly next week. Congrats all right. coach. Hi, right, Thanks.
1: That's, uh, Head coach Charlie Shoemaker again. The uh, Tigers with a big, big second half, and uh, they won it tonight over McCook by a score of forty-two to seven, and now. Like you said, I I think they take a a step up here. Waverly is uh, probably one of the better teams that they have seen over the past uh, several years. Waverly is going to be a big load next week.
5: Well, they are. You know, one thing about a team like this is, uh, you know, you want the opportunity to play somebody better. You want to see where you stand as a program. We know Waverly is going to be a huge, huge contest for them. Waverly was beaten overtime by Omaha Scott and some papers, uh, you know, and uh, and the guys uh, up around the Omaha and Lincoln area have Waverly uh, or Omaha. Scott picked to possibly uh, win this whole Class B deal, so uh, they were beaten uh, in overtime earlier this year. So we'll see how things play out. But yeah, well, I tell you what, if the Tigers play like that, they're they're going to give Waverly all they want. They'll be able to give them a a lot of things on film to look at here and be a little bit concerned about.
1: I think it'll be a, a fun game to go yeah, do because so. Hastings is going to go into that game with, with nothing to lose. There's yeah. not going to be anybody in the state that thinks uh, Hastings is going to go into Waverly and and beat them. So Hastings can play as loose as they want next Friday yep. night. Yep.
5: Yep. They could just uh, pull out all stops and not worry about it exactly. Every every prediction guy, every paper, every poll, anybody around, there, there's probably not one going to have Hastings. So they ought to be able to be loose as a goose and go in there and have fun, play against some big competition, see how you stack up.
1: That's going to be uh, next Friday. And, again, uh, we'll get the game time for you. We'll hopefully have that uh, maybe during the open house on sports tomorrow. And uh, we'll we'll get that passed along to you. We'll certainly uh, follow the Tigers to uh, Waverly on Friday night. Adams Central—they are into the uh, the second round of the state playoffs as well. The Patriots beat Valentine today by a score of sixty-four to nothing, and it appears they will get a rematch with the Aurora Huskies. Aurora, last report, had to lead over Ogallala thirty-two to thirteen in the fourth quarter. Adam Central and Aurora, they met in the first week of the uh, 2019 season. Now they'll meet in the second round of the playoffs.
5: Again, it's just tougher to beat a team the second time around. And I know Sean Mulligan has got his Patriots playing very well. They are, uh, for what we know, uh, very, very healthy. But it's uh, good to see a couple of teams in uh, in the town making a, making a run here, winning their first-round games. And whenever you get Aurora and Adam Central together, it's uh, usually a dogfight, and you can uh, – about believe that Aurora's going to be up for the uh, the challenge with the uh, Adams Central Patriots. But AC's got a, a tremendous football team this season. All
1: right, we'll uh, stick around here. We'll have Hastings College football tomorrow as Hastings will play their final home game of the uh, regular season tomorrow against the Dort Defenders, a team that is number two in the nation in rushing offense. Uh, Hastings will have a big test tomorrow. That'll be a 1 o'clock starting time. We'll be on there with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon tomorrow here on 1230 KHIS. Don't go away. We've got all the scores coming up next on the Rutsi and Air Conditioning Rivals Sports Bar and Grill Scoreboard Show. For my producer and engineer, back at the radio station, Stephanie Brubaker. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. The Coach's
0: Post Game Show has been brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football on 1230 KHAS Hastings has been an exclusive presentation of Flat River Radio Sports.
1: Okay, here you come. This will be a recap for Hastings High and McCook. Coming back in 3, 2, 1. The Hastings High Tigers exploded for 36 points in the second half tonight to knock off McCook in the first round of the Class B State High School football playoffs. The final score of 42-7 is the first win for Hastings High in the state playoffs since 2007 Well, Cook scored first. They got a one-yard run.